The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Where am I? And where are you? Can you imagine I, like, his head I being can't. inside his little no. head? Egocidal vehiculum. There's no doubt Corvettes are fast. But what about the people that are putting their fingers over the license? Keichi Tuchia. <laughs> Those cars have such a cute little face, you know? It's like a little like a little salamander or something, you know? I'm riding dirty right now. Fight those traffic tickets with Off the Record. Snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, and get matched to an experienced lawyer. That's it. No mailing in your ticket, no showing up in court. Let the pros handle it and keep those points off your record. Use code AWESOME to get 10% off. That's offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name's Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Art. Is this recording? As far as I know. It I was know. last time. Yeah, we, last time we were using Art's old, the old task cam. Right, something yeah, didn't, but it happen. didn't record yet. And I, I didn't pull the SD card. I have no reason to do that. I it just didn't just like, take, dude. Yeah, it didn't take. There was literally nothing on that card. That's so weird. Because he had formatted that before he brought it in. He had yeah. Said that. Um. So yeah, there was nothing on it. That's very strange. For the listeners, we lost our last podcast, which is a little bit like what is it? What it, how it's like losing really? a child, basically, <laughs> that you've like raised loved yeah it, it's like writing an essay and then you hit the wrong button and you delete it all Something yeah it's like exactly that. like that and yeah. you could you could rewrite the essay don't get me wrong but it may not come out the same way and it's probably gonna be like half the length yeah you know because you're just like kind of like uh, uh, uh. and you're so discouraged to even start again you're well, like yada us, yada yada like, and then yeah. so forth and so <laughs> yeah. on and so yeah. on but we're in a unique position also where we're asked specific questions and the part of the conversation there's a dynamic there's jokes there's you know it's it's all impromptu right you're and coming if, up with answers whoa, on the fly, yeah and now all of a sudden we're just sort of like and then it's hey, all scripted do you remember that question i want yeah. to get back to what art just said impromptu 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 yes impromptu yeah impromptu. not imp- like impromptu. impromptu yeah impromptu nice. i like that yeah the last time this happened, well, I think it's happened to us maybe three times total or something. More than that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but the other times we have actually just done the one that we happened. Had more time and recorded. This is pre-art uh, podcast. I had just gotten back from my honeymoon, epic van trip throughout the whole Southwest, Moab, Zion. Yeah, I remember the podcast. the whole thing, everything. Podcast is dead. That is a brutal one because you're telling a story. It's like I don't want to tell it, again. and I didn't tell it again, so it just yeah. was lost. Oh. Lane got to enjoy it. I know he's talking about I remember it. <laughs> it's great. I remember the trip. Thank you. I heard all about that it. That makes me feel good. Maybe Lane That's, can say it one time. One yeah. Day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, monologue. The car was, uh, you know, I was, I was watching that, watching that temperature gauge, guys. That's right. Watching that temperature gauge. That's right. Going up those hills, you never know. Just constantly watching them. It is a brutal feeling, though, losing a podcast like that. It is a... I'm glad we didn't find out until much later. I think it was the next mm. day. It was. So well, we got was to go, when I went to go edit it. We got to go home and sleep yeah. and relax, Yeah. not worry about it. But I think we've had it where you literally, we end the, the oh, podcast, we dude. hit stop yeah. and then realize. Remember there was one, because we, we used to record two back to back. Yes. One day we just lost them all, all like I forgot. Oh, the battery died. Oh Remember yeah, the, and when that the battery used to be a problem, and there was no warning, and yeah. when it does that, it doesn't have the smarts to actually freeze and record. It doesn't what it record has. as it goes. It doesn't have like a buffer, like you would think it would just 
hey, save file every 10 minutes, every five minutes, whatever it right. is. Or it would say low batteries, warning, Yep. save, turn off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nope. <laughs> it just kills everything. Gone. So this yeah. was like with the old school task, the early task game like we used last time. That's right. So the only thing I could think of, I can think of maybe it was a user error and I didn't do the right thing when we finished. Right. Because oh, you're not like click to it. Click and then. Yeah. Because I, I know we were recording. Yeah. So, yeah, because you, you probably turned it off and then it didn't save right versus maybe I stop. Didn't, and maybe then, I didn't do like a but the even, proper procedure. Even then. Come on, Tascam. I know. Figure yeah, it that's out. Like, well, that's the thing. Is he's saying it's the ba- the one that I have is super basic, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's a, it's a yeah. basic bitch. Yeah. Dr forty, right? Yeah, Dr forty. So, but yeah, punch in the gut, right? It's like you lose your 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 gazebo. How's that? Firstborn child. <laughs> your gazebo. It's like losing a gazebo like losing in a windstorm. Yeah, that's right. You know, losing a tornado. A hope. I we will. We we will rebuild. Your yurt gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a gift for you guys. Oh, I'm scared. Are you scared? He's. No, I feel like it was out. built up. He's really pulling something out of a. Oh, oh, I'm in. Those are I'm really in. good. Dude. Yes. Those look, are those look, are like thousand dollars on Amazon. That's what I'm saying, dude. So we have Roy uh, cola La flavor. Cola. Yeah. These are awesome. Nicola, right? I brought three. Thanks. And that's Nicola. Yeah, I found a store that carries them, so I'll give you guys the goods. I don't want to. I don't want to say it. Too well, you much. can. You can actually like. Oh, you know what? I think I, I think I know of one. My wife got them uh, last it's, week. It's near where your brother, uh, your mom and brother live. Oh, up that y- one. Up yonder. So I believe my wife got them, not these tall boys like this, though. So yeah. Normal, the normal size one, mm-hmm. she got them at a, right around the corner here. They're hard to at find. At a natural food store. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what the deal is, why they're so hard compared to other flavors, but yeah. it's the, it's basically a cola flavored cola. sparkling water. It gives you just a hint. It's it's refreshing. No sugar, no nothing. sugar, yeah. no nothing. Great. So anyways. It definitely gives you that. It definitely has that Coke flavor, it though. It's crazy. Yeah, it's got the the only way it could be better is if it had a little caffeine in it. And sugar. <laughs> just just kind of make it Imagine, hey, Check out this. Imagine it have a, if it had yeah. caffeine and a lot oh, of sugar. I love Imagine how good that would be. Dude, I think you got something there. It'd be like a dessert. In like a glass bottle. Oh. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Like a, some ascorbic acid or whatever's in it. No. <laughs> like pure, pure cane sugar. Impromptu. 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 Yes. Should we get to the questions? Let's do it. Sure. All right. Let's do it. Um, did you want to ask questions from last week or what? Let's start with these. You know, okay. Fresh. And then we'll kind of revisit a couple. Walter Michael Wood asked if we would, but I don't remember if his, I looked his at question it. might have sucked. It kind of sucked. I yeah. looked at it. You know, Jeez. I can I can answer it. Well, it did kind of suck. I can answer it. I don't it remember quick. it at all. Don't. It was it was it was just if we're gonna make vid content now that we're owned by Henry. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. There are right. opportunities to do that down the line. By Nothing. the way, that's not a bad question. It's just we don't no, have that, a good answer th- for it. Not um, a good answer. Right I don't now. think that question sucks, actually. That's actually a good <laughs> question. Yeah. And so um it's just not a question that I feel we don't have a good answer for it. Yeah, it's not like exactly we don't have a good answer. If we had a good answer, that'd be an awesome question. Yeah, but it's just yeah, there's potential, but nothing in the works. How's that? Big Fat Flip asks: Is there any car that can't be aesthetically or functionally improved by rally lights? Oh, dude, that's funny. I kind of I skimmed over that question and I read it the, the opposite way for some reason because I'm like kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, I read: Is that's there any true. car that can be? Oh, uh, <laughs> it can be aesthetically. No, he's saying basically you have a picture of uh, Ali's escort. 
Yeah. Um, and it has rally lights. So my my answer going to this is because he said can. Every said, car can no, be. <laughs> no, I said the Escort can be. Improved. Yeah. 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 He's saying he's saying basically rally lights on everything because yeah. it, it looks good. And I heard I, what I heard was rally lights don't make a car look better, but some cases they do. And I'm like, in the Escort's case, they do because that's an ugly car. So like right. adding tchotchkes makes it better. So looking. what do you think about a car with really square front end and you're putting round rally lights do they have to be rectangular at that point uh no what's an example like a oh like the citron citron it has the square ones huh mm-hmm. that that said the crazy rally car that we've had it oh the bt's Radwoods. x4 whatever yeah, the hell it's it has called. square ones yeah and those look good um 944s are pretty square and they have round rally lights always that's true but they do have round headlights they do have round headlights Although the openings aren't. Although most, like, how about a Volvo 240? Right. Does it That's look out example. of place with uh, round headlights? I don't think Not so. Not out of place, but it doesn't look bad with rectangular uh, Hellas or whatever. But, but a big rectangular rally light would look goofy as fuck. Yeah, but they run them. I mean, especially low below the bumper. Low, yeah, the low ones. That's yeah. pretty common, right? Like yep. maybe that. Um, but if you're going like bumper height, yeah, silly, looks, dude. Looks kinda silly. Imagine having big old blocks up there. No, that I would know. work. I know. But I think the only way, even like modern cars, um, I think it just depends on the light type, but you can do like a light pod that would work because I mean... Oh, but you know what? Modern cars don't look good with rally lights. Well, oh, well look at rally okay. cars, like the current rally cars do, right? Yeah. So, like, so I mean, I think it's, they have... Modern street launch, cars. But they don't run them like you're thinking of the vintage rally light off the bumper. It's like a pod on the hood The pod, or, yeah. Yeah. A pod. Yeah. yeah. Or it's integrated into the bumper. Or the grill or something. Yeah. The... um. I think there was a different version of this question in the past that it was a light bar, and we that's a hard one. Like a, light bar is really hard. Yeah. To, oh, and I think Big Fat Flip might have asked that too because he has an LED light bar on his Focus RS. Focus RS. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Monty E30 Guru asks, what is the longest you've gone in a car with passengers and no one talked? Was it good music, a race, or a grab the shit bar moment? Uh, I think Lane and I have probably gone six hours. Yeah, just podcasts, listening to podcasts. Probably don't sure. think we ever talk. We just grunt and yeah, kind of like exactly a lot of head nods. Yeah, and then I've fallen asleep before. Probably driving. No, like as a passenger in a car. <laughs> and uh, then I'm not talking usually when I'm asleep. You do talk in your sleep. Sometimes. Well, I do. Yeah. Yeah. One time, my friend told me. My roommate, he's like, dude, last night you were just you kept saying I hate old people. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, dude. Yeah. That's classic. And, you, and you've always felt that way too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. What um Art, hmm. I don't think you can answer this question because not for me. Yeah. If there's someone ver- in there I'm talking about verbose is us. Yeah. But I'm thinking the only time would be like after like a big argument or something. There's just like nothing oh. you, you can't even Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the only way. But um Podcast though, I mean that gives mm. you an hour or two or whatever. But know? I mean, you're gonna have chat. But you discuss, yeah, like what details. Like, not Warren. No, no, no. no, yeah, you build a wall. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> an invisible wall. We just yeah. put headphones on, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Connor Coons asks, I just picked up a '98 M3 sedan and really don't love how the stock steering wheel looks. My brain first turns to some sort of Momo etc. steering wheel, uh, as I'm not sure how well. Uh, almost 25 year old airbag might even work and that would allow me to get the wheel close to me in a more comfortable position is there some sort of oem plus or euro wheel i'm missing that i should consider instead 
Um, I'm just I snapping. see where he's going yeah. with there because the wheel's really close to the dash. Yeah. And you want to pull it closer. And then also, it's not the greatest looking wheel. And they tend to be worn pretty bad. They have like a... Yeah. Anyways, um, I know Warren... I mean, sorry, not Warren. Art on his whatever you call it Dakar yellow five four door slick top M three four five six four five seven eight um that thing he put a momo on it i believe and it looked pretty good was actually. it a momo in his hands or was it just it was a momo in my hands in my hands yeah, yeah in his hands God, so that, yeah. that the good thing I'm just happy that Connor Coons is now listening to the podcast again because I had this exact we had this exact conversation about a month ago on the show. We did. I, I wasn't there. You were yeah, there, yeah, and we Warren was Warren was giving me shit because I was talking about that exact thing. How like I like my seating position, but the steering wheel is too close to the dash. Well, the wheel isn't adjustable. It's not. And but if you get Actually, a spacer, is it adjustable on yours? It's weird. My manual shows adjustment, but I couldn't. So early I cars, I haven't adjusted it. Weird, because I know later. So my '97, I know they stopped doing any kind of adjustment. Yeah. In supposedly like '97, '98. Why would they stop? Early ones, they had it. Why but would they, they only that? had tilt? I want to say, or yeah, they don't have telescope. I in? doubt I have a telescope. Mm. I would love to. Yeah, isn't that weird? They like the steering wheel doesn't bother me, but having it more forward or yeah, closer to you is key. Yeah, would be awesome. Yeah, they're kind of like an. I think you and I were talking about that, right? Maybe, but they're kind of like an old, like an air cooled nine eleven, where the wheel is like it's so close, right next to the dash. Yeah, like it's like one of those where you put your hand. Yeah, you touch touch your hand. Yeah, yeah, which is not a bad thing. That's a cool Radwood era, and it's cool that it has. A short dash too, so it's actually exactly. close to the windshield and all that, and the good visibility because you're yeah. looking over the hood and stuff. Yep. So. Yeah, there's a few out there. I mean, um, I, the one that I had in my car. I, actually, I was thinking about this the other day. Every E36 that I've owned has had an aftermarket steering wheel, all of them, and that um, had a Type V36 in the in the Dakar yellow car. And that's if if he looks up a Momo Cobra, oh, wasn't it a Ferrari wheel? Yeah, so it's the same that was in a in a 348 or Testarossa. They offered them, and I think even some 512 TRs had it. It's like really flat, square, and chunky, but um, it has a pad that's like integrated real nice. Um, it's either called the real Momo nice. Cobra or Type V36. Um, yeah. And the one that I'm gonna get for my car, they probably make some like one. good what out like. Is there a good like in a, a nice Alpino would be cool. There's well the Euro like Spec Sport. The Euro Spec Sport one is a three spoke. It's it looks okay, but it's a little busy because it does have an integrated airbag and like the buttons are kind of funky. Um, if you just look up uh, like the shit, what was the one that Clapman and those dudes were just driving? The E thirty six M three GT steering wheel. Uh-huh. Look up what that looks like. Um, I'm probably gonna get uh, a personal Fittipaldi E three. It's called uh, for my car. It's a three spoke, but it's chunky and it matches the interior real well. Like I think it like it because the interior is like really chunky. It's like a Momo chorus, but then it has a flatter. Yeah, but see how it's like really chunky. Like, I feel it reminds me of like that the console. Like yeah. it has like that yeah, feeling. Good, Whoa, good looking wheel. Instagram looks so weird on my phone right now. Um, but I I definitely condone the. What's oh. happening? Is like are the colors all small? Like <laughs> what? The it heck? does that to me too. Sometimes you have to close it all out and then go back. Weird. Oh, uh, uh, you know who Travis Tuck or no Travis, not Travis Tucker. Um, Travis, yep, Pastrana down Sa- Sa- San Diego. Travis, I mean, sorry, uh, Santa Barbara. Travis, that's Tucker. Tucker. Tucker, yeah, Travis Tucker. Um, he went down this kind of same thing with his E thirty six a few months ago. I remember he had like a ch- he had four wheels and a story or something, uh, and he was like, or maybe maybe you scrolled through and he was like, which one should I get? 
And I think he went with, I forget what he went with. It was like a recovered one from Eastern Europe or, you know, one of those things. Mm. Um, I forget which one. What's his? What's yeah, his the, I mean, if you ground? go with the OEM sport, Eurosport, it's not going to help you, though, because it's going to still be really slim and close to the dash. So it's nice to have like a thick hub and then try to get something with a little bit of dish on the spokes if that's yeah. what he's trying to solve. You know? Yeah, because you want the dish or you can put a well, if you're going Momo too, you can just put an adapt. You can a put spacer. a spacer, yeah. like a one inch or two inch spacer or whatever, whatever you, you see fit. Oh, it's funny because we went. Um, I was ca- talking to Connor about this at the last morning motors because he was t- we were talking about his his uh, he has a Jetta wagon. I guess it's maybe a golf wagon that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all like modified. He put like brakes. He has like suspension, all this, you know, and he's doing track days at Laguna. But it's also his like everyday car. And he has a small child, like an eight or eight month old or something. And he was kind of talking about how like he might want to like get a different car and then turn this more into the, yeah. you know, more just keep it what it is right. and then right. have a, another car that's dedicated to fun and track and stuff like that. And, oh, so you picked that and up. I mean, he I was talking about E36. I think he was talking about this specific car. Hmm. Um, so yeah, Travis posted a full, a few check out, um, Tucker where SB like software. Yeah. And it's, uh, he has a post and he has some cool options that he put out. So that's the standard, like, uh, that's the sport Euro spec. Yeah. So yeah. Euro spec. And then there's this one. So that's an M tech good two. looking. Yeah. Yeah. But those are small. So like a small wheel, uh, like three fifty mil. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And a little thicker suede. Yeah. And I forget which one he went with. Anyways. Yeah. I don't like, um, cause the interior is so chunky. Like it's all plat, big, flat, broad surfaces, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I don't like like a thin spoke steering wheel. I think the prototypo doesn't work. Like I see that a lot on drift car. Drifty 36s have a really dished, uh, three spoke prototypo and mm-hmm. I, it doesn't, it doesn't mesh for me. I don't like it. Hmm. Um, I don't think it looks bad. I don't think a prototypo looks bad in anything, but yeah, it, it's it a little for old for that car. I would yeah, say. I don't think metal spokes too. Yeah. yeah. I like the way that with the holes, right? Yeah. Um, question for you. Did a typical driver ask anything this week? No, because his question last week, I think, is worth uh, covering re- or uh, revisiting. OK, you'll see why. Oh, Lord, so you'll bad. see why. I know the question. I'll see why <laughs> I answered it. Well, already. You, you didn't remember Walter Michael Woods or was that his name? Walter yes. <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm like Tucker over here. A typical driver. Well, I was thinking of Brian Tucker and I was like, no, that's Brian Tucker's name, not Travis's. And I'm like, OK. Yeah. Can I, Anyways. Can I say the question so you don't have to read it. Say the oh, question. Oh, whoa, look at this. I recently purchased the Porsche 356. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers. So, But he did ask. I think this is a good one to revisit because I think so. he had asked the week before late and we didn't answer. And then yeah. he asked last week. So let's do it. Guys. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's super long the way he wrote it. So I'll summarize just, me summarizing. Just but, read it. Yeah, just yeah. read it. Uh, It'll be impossible. way longer. Dude. Impossible. <laughs> he bought a 356. It has patina. He wants to know if he should preserve it or restore the car. And he basically I think it was a barn find bought it from the original owner. No, it was a, a friend of his that allowed him to buy it when he passed away is how I remember. Yeah, so it was a good friend. It was the guy he went to car Monterey Car Week with for the last like 20 years. It was an older older gentleman who he would befriended a long time ago and basically in his will he had he had you know or in his you know whatever he had told his daughter when I pass I want 
you know, I want him to have the chance to, you know, Vincent to have the chance to buy this car. Mm-hmm. You know, it and, wasn't given to him, but so the yeah. car is, like Lane said, maybe one repaint. Yeah, yeah. it's a three fifty six Roadster, which is a really cool car. Mm-hmm. So not just a cab. Yeah, not a speedster. Um, yeah. not a speedster. Not not quite a cab. Not quite a speedster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's that's been cool. sitting for a while. Yeah, it's been sitting for a while. It does have some dings. It has some chips. It's got some um, surface rust, patina, things like that, but. He was just asking, like, if he should uh, preserve it, clean it, what he should do, and uh-huh. we, and uh, we were talking about. I think we all agreed that. So now it you're be now you're talking. Cleaned. This is why the question does. This is why it doesn't work. The answer a question like this, I understand Warren's pain. Oh no, now but, we're going through. Well, that. no, just because you you were talking like what we said in you're the past. Summarizing as as. But the, in this case, I think so. I think his car, that car is like way nicer than he gives it credit. I think. Yeah, way and, nicer. Yeah. And I think it deserves to be washed. I think it deserves to be polished. Yep. Um, Maybe even PDR I think it a little bit. deserves to be waxed, PDR'd. I think it deserves to be clean. Um, and then, you know, just keep creating. It's, you know, keep adding to the patina and, and keeping it nice. Like, basically, you want to care after the car. Like, patina isn't leaving a car. I don't think it's leaving a car unwashed. That's like, that's just... I don't know, or yeah, yeah. or like uh, basically neglecting a car is not patina, right? No. Or there's a weird, but there is a fine line because it tips in some direction at some value point, some exclusivity, some rarity. Because I've seen 250 California Spider that was found in a barn in Monaco or something had a never huge, washed, never washed, huge dent in the trunk. Awesome car, um, but it was presented as such at Pebble Beach. People raved about it, you know, magazines and all that stuff. So I don't know. But I think that's because it was sold with that story, right? Absolutely. Like at, at, right at that point. Yeah, yeah. And that's where it's like, it just came out. This is how we found it. And you want to be the one to make it better. I, if I get like someone that gets that car, unless it's going straight into a museum as a barn find exhibit and yeah. they're building a barn around it. But I think people will just kind of keep it ratty and drive the shit out of it and leave the dent. They're not going to fix the dent. But that's the thing I would fit. But I think we're giving our opinion. I, I would know. fix yeah. it. I would fix the dent in that Ferrari as well. Right. I would have it PDR, the dent PDR. Yeah. I would wash the car and just, it would be original paint, like kill, you know, yeah. nice car. Yeah, I mean, that's and just keep it like keep it maintained and keep it clean. Like you don't want to, like Vincent said, he's like, yeah, I had to clean the steering wheel because my hands were getting so dirty. They were, yeah. It was disgusting. No, in that it's case, like, yeah, that's what should, I'm saying is there is a tipping point where I don't know. There's you're, you're trying to preserve this patina and yeah. and some cars like there was a I think it was a Taubo Lago at some auction in Pebble Beach. Same deal, seventy year old car. It had never been restored, cracking paint, leather cracking. It was all there, though, and it was drivable. But they had done, like, just the bare minimum to get it down the road, and that was it, and otherwise kept everything the same. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, this car, though. And I, I understand, like, yeah, keep the cracking paint, right? Yeah. Like, uh, original. if it's original paint and it's cracking, you know, um, that's cool. But you, st- I still would want to clean the car. Like, it's so rad to have, like cracking original paint but then have it polished too I mean, like you know yeah keep it but kind then of it's going. also slippery slope because what if the cleaning damages that look right you're well, chipping it, off it and, will yeah. i mean 
but that's part of the patina. That's part of it. Well, right? it's also like I think you just hit it like the nail on the head at the start. It's like his car is not that patina. That, that's no, like it's I like agree not with, even that I crazy. I agree with right? you laying on this yeah. 356 is yeah. Get it dialed and enjoy it. It's yeah. not going to ruin anything value wise. It's not going to change the story. If anything, it's just going to be a nicer car, and you're going to feel better yeah. about having this car. Hundred percent. But like yeah. that 250 Barquetta they found in that barn in Arizona that was like. Yeah. Literally looked like it had been in like a windstorm or something for yeah. 50 years, but it was all there and they basically just kept it that way. It's like it's, a Hummel car. Yeah. Yeah. And those have a certain vibe to them that I appreciate. So I'm trying to find. Sure. Like, but I think those cars also like the paint is like so shot that it has. They're like that was a silver car ride or something over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but this car that we're talking about, this red Roadster is not that way. It's not even unshiny, really. It, like, it's like in the picture I took, it's like kind of has a shine. Oh, yeah. Like know? it looks like it was loved before it was Dude, put like away. A, yeah. week, a week at uh, Kevin's shop, that yeah. thing will look amazing. It's not even that dusty, right? right. It's like, yeah. I just yeah. feel like the the um, the only things that I would preserve, I'm trying to find a damn photo. I don't know who, who took it. It was one of the uh, Morning Motors tags, but the emblem on the oh yeah it has a tape but it, it's got tape you can fix that but the emblem itself is like super patinaed and uh-huh. like you want to leave that tarnish oh, for on sure. there like like that looks knobs, rad like uh, touch points yeah like if you can if you just just make sure that. that it doesn't you know fall what's off. funny about that is like those are also the things that if you replace those it makes the car look so much nicer i know so that's the weird tipping point too because that's part of it if that's the original bat like badge then you you keep it um, but that is one of the things if you're like making a car nice, replacing that makes it so much nicer. Um, I like the Roadster too. I like that it has a, they still have that um, that little thin chrome trim going down the stainless trim going down mm-hmm. the side like mm-hmm. a speedster. Yeah. And it kind of cuts it up, makes it look lower than it. Oh, than right. It, you right. Know? Uh, it's a, a cool, great looking car. It's a very cool car. And I, I mentioned on the Miss podcast, the Lost podcast, but um Really cool stories with this car. Vincent actually made a video on YouTube about it. Um, but it still has in the glove box or in the door, it had a map, like a physical map, and it was from when the guy he got it from bought it. He The guy bought it when it was like one or two years old uh, in the Midwest or something, and it was his route, like routed out on the map and where he was going to spend the night on the way home and everything. And that, I think I said this before, but you have to recreate that trip with this yeah. car. That's just a good That'd be yeah. so awesome. All right. Uh, hey, hey, 47 says, taillight designs have come a great deal in the last few decades. What are your top three taillight designs from the last 20 years? Mm. Not Radwood era. The last 20 years, I repeat. Oh. Um, he lists his top what three. What is 20 years? 2002. I know that's crazy. Dude, man. that is crazy. That's like a brand new car. Oh, two and newer. <laughs> I'm going to say a BMW i8. Oh, you know, they have that little I like lip flip up and it kind of acts as an element for the body too. Like it follows the it's crease. It's got like an opening. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I think the R8 was pretty cool. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big I, like. Uh, I was gonna say Testarossa. I really like those taillights because of the strakes, you know, on the the rear of the car. Um, yeah, 2002. And I like the Ionic it's, Five taillights. Yeah, before we got the 20 year <laughs> thing, Ionic Five. There you go. Those are. What cool. are you doing right now, Lane? I'm looking for a picture because I have something to ask you guys. About. Um, okay. How about the new Venza? Is pretty sweet. 
Have you seen that one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's my favorite. The Venza's mm-hmm. good looking. It looks like a Jag. Yeah. It's nice. It's got something. It looks like a um, Jaguar. Your Pulsar has nice taillights. Yeah, that's cool. Good taillights. Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess I am thinking of the Ionic 5. It has like a kind of a weird a grid. Grid. Ah. It, it looks like 80s. It looks like peak. It looks like 80s, but they couldn't accomplish this in the 80s. Yes. It would have looked way I more have a, janky. Yeah. I have a cheater answer. 2001 and a half. NSX, because that was the it was the fixed headlight car, but it oh, had the same so. rear taillight, and that's a rad taillight. Is it? Yeah, no, it's, it's different though because they they added the little uh, reverse light, didn't they add it? It's the, like a little okay, little a little pill, but, hey, but it's go. good. It's good. I like that taillight. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, sorry, hey hey, I'm not getting super excited about. I don't get excited <laughs> about taillights and headlights like a lot of people. Yeah. No. A lot of people do. I I, yeah, they do. A lot of people like that makes the car. Headlights like, oh, check out those. Check out the the whatever the angel eyes was like a huge thing. Is like, I don't want the angel eyes. I'm like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, I think styling's. I look at styling in a different way. I don't look at like those like stickers but as it is much the as eyes I look at, of the car. You know, for the for the front. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you, yeah. He lists the 2011 Sonata Hybrid with the atomic style those pattern. Are cool. Uh, BMW E60 LCI headlights uh, that look like wings. Headlights? Or uh, taillights. Or it just says lights, LCI. I don't care for those. And the arrows of the Lamborghini Aventador. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, I can't. I, yeah. Ofuks911 says, are there particular car genres that you'd want to see more of at Radwood? Genres? Is he talking about like mm. body styles, uh, like motorcycles, like style, or like we, we talked about drifters recently? Like maybe that's what he means. Like yeah, more like right. a drift yeah, genre or, of car. Okay, yeah. so um, like uh, jeeps or off roaders or someone mentioned semi trucks once, like that kind of shit. Motorcycles good. Uh, I would say yeah, just we'll in general more race cars, more period yeah. race cars. Yes, yeah, more and of it that. doesn't. It could be NASCAR. It could be Le Mans. It could be. Uh, touring cars, Formula all of One. It. Dude, it'd be cool to have all those like. Period NASCARs are so rad to look at, like, but you don't want to see a hundred of them. It's the same thing. Like, how rad would be to have a NASCAR next to an F one, next to a, you know, like all of the all same the year. genres? Can you imagine all year? the same year and stuff? So, sick. like, when we were at Amelia, they had a NASCAR exhibit, and there were maybe three or four Radwood era cars. Yeah, they're so rad in person. I mean, it was the iconic cars. Yeah. So, well, like Canepa had that Wrangler. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's Monte Carlo? Car? Monte Carlo. And there was so that Skull Bandit Buick that we saw uh-huh. at Fort Lauderdale. I think. Oh, that thing was so rad. It was a Kodiak. How much was yeah. that? So cheap. It was like 35 grand. Dude, what? Oh, shit, I would really? buy it. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's go back in time. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. I do it all of it. Yeah. Like, I, I'm even thinking, like, um, like all the crazy, what are they called with this wing on the side? The outlaw style, the uh, circle track racers. What are those called? Uh, sprint cars, sprint cars. Yes, yeah. those yeah. are super cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But those haven't changed a lot. I mean, they have. It's like, but it's like livery, and they're more simple. Too, right, and like right. the tires are different. Like, yeah. But I'm just thinking, like as Lane's saying, like having that lineup of all of it. It would be so cool to have a 1995 display of all different genres of racing. You know, a Le Mans car, Formula <laughs> One, NASCAR, IndyCar, Ra- World Rally Championship to kind of see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. The, epic maybe we'll do that we should do that yeah and then you can uh, beyond that you can go like porsche cup car and yeah yeah like you can go anything of like yeah that era to show what was mm-hmm. current and then current. you can go into like the integras and stuff like that right all the way down to like the little miatas and stuff yeah sounds pretty fun um 
If only there was a place to have this show. Maybe the Laguna Seca? Yeah, maybe. Uh, Jacob Torres 6 has a crazy long question, but I'm going to read it because we're here for this. You've all been busted for minor infractions, but you have the choice to pick your poison. One, listening to cold engine revving while two chest-haired gold chain dudes asking how fast your car goes, how much it costs, and similar nonsense questions. So I think these are like what you have to do as your punishment. Two, you have to go in for a double up high five whenever someone asks you a question at the next Cars and Coffee you host. If they leave you hanging, you got to keep them up. So if they ask you a question, you got to go for a double high five. Double high five, yeah. Number three. I'm down with that, dude. You have to attend, but not participate, a car limbo contest for one hour. What's a car limbo? Slammed cars going underneath something, I imagine. The, the car is going under the pole? I think so. It's like those, you know, the crazy camber dudes. Ah. That's my, what I'm guessing. Okay. Number four, number four. This is a long question, Jacob. Take it easy on us. For the next 14 days, any beer you have of your choice must be microwaved for 30 seconds before you're allowed to drink it. Ah, that's horrible. By the 30 seconds is a lot. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't know if aluminum does well in the microwave. We have to pour it, you pour it in your favorite glass, glass. And then you put it in. Uh, I'm, dude, I'm high-fiving all day. You're just walking around, though? Yeah, like, I'm just like, walking around high-fiving so, fools. I guess you can g- move on, right? Like, if yeah. if, you, if they let you down, you just keep going, right? So, wait, what, wait, what Whenever they, someone asks you a question, you got to go in for a double high-five. If they ask me a question, that's very... Okay, Lane, so. where's the bathroom? How, high, double high-five, motherfucker. How are you doing? High-five. High five. Yeah. <laughs> how was your drive? High-five over here. I do when like did it, did you get this car? High-five. Because, I mean, yeah, and if if, the, if they leave you hanging, you just move on to someone else, and yeah. you'll get someone eventually, right? So yeah. I'm going to the car limbo. I just have to attend a car limbo for one hour? Oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty a, it's just But just imagine the type of people in the cars. Oh, worst case scenario. Crap. Yeah, the first one is horrible. That's, like, the worst. I, I, yeah, I, that yeah, would yeah. be yeah, really terrible. You're, can you imagine that? That's um, like hanging out at whatever that, Santana Row or whatever. No, what's the event during Monterey Car Week? Oh, Cars the, on the... Uh, Boulevard, yeah. Cannery, Cannery Row, Exotics, Exotics at Cannery Row. <laughs> By the way, uh, Carmel Concord on the Avenue is canceled. I know. So do we just like show up? <laughs> no, no, no one will be there. Tuesday. No, do we make it like you a, just park your own cars? Do we do thing? a thing where we're like, hey, everyone go <laughs> and, and just park everywhere? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but Thursday's a better day for that. <laughs> to hang out down there, yeah. With the, I don't know if they're doing the tour through Carmel, but even if they're not, it was a way. It's a way better car spotting day. Mm-hmm. Tuesday's early in the week, and the only reason. Well, Tuesday was, that was the first show. It basically. was great, but no one else is, you know, getting down there. Yeah, I will say, it went out with a, uh, with a little bit of a with a meh, little meow. Yeah, <laughs> listen here, meow. Uh, why do you say that? Like it was just. Kind it of was just like, packed. It was a lot of years of like, it felt like no new cars, like a lot of the same stuff. And then a soundtrack of well, the soundtrack eight songs was over the and over and over again, as, as Tim McGraw and Nelly would say. Um, yeah, there, there needed some tweaks, but I don't think there was the same cars over and over. Do you think they had the same vehicles at the show? Yeah. Really? It felt very familiar. I think it just felt that way because it's like, Although I'd never seen that crazy thing. Oh, the blue one that you guys hated on. That two motor and the thing that we hated on, people were like were so mad at us for being mad for hating it. 
Like we were not allowed to have our opinion on a car. It was the worst car I've ever seen in my life, probably. <laughs> and people were like, how dare you well, judge a person's they creativity? Were, they were basically saying like, you should give them, you know, an A for effort. Yeah. Of hating. And I get that. So, but no way. Cause like, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh yeah. And that Chrome or polished Lamborghini uh, Miro was there. I mean, there was some, there's always some cool stuff. It was just, I thought you were like a big fan of the show. I'm shocked to hear what you're saying. I like now. go. Okay. It's just like SEMA. I'm like, oh, I'm over this. <laughs> like every time I leave, I'm kind of like, eh, it's just kind of like boring. You know, Yeah, you go for 20 years straight. Can't yeah. miss a SEMA. So what? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, well, I think well, I think last time we were probably there for an hour. Yeah, but it was a great hour. It was a fine hour. <laughs> yeah, fine hour. That Free show. Cool. And we walked through the Acura area display and you're like, oh, cool Acura. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And there's good food there down there and coffee yeah. and like pastries and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Good lunch uh, spots. Yeah. Right. Good lunch spots. So the, um, what the hell happened? What was it? Were people doing burnouts or something? No, no, no. no, well, no. So originally Carmel was getting fed up with car week period. It had nothing to do with their show. Yeah. Because even that last one was in question. It was in question. Whether or not like. They, yeah. The city was like, it's bringing the wrong The pine cone was getting pissed. Because all of a sudden, the Gold Rush guys and the Cannonball guys showed up one year, two, like three years ago. Yeah, they were cruising, doing a lot of revenue. Doing a lot of stuff, stuff, you know. And so there was some uproar. People thought it was pushing it too far. I mean, it really was exotic. Song Canary Road kind of started this. And then the Alvarado Street or whatever, they moved to, or they moved to somewhere else. But they would go down the main strip and they were revving. Remember that one year? And yeah. like, and it was and like, of course, these guys have thousand horsepower supercars and they're like, you know, accelerating yeah. off stop signs and yeah. uh, backfires. It's the gold stuff. rush crowd. It's basically. all that stuff. And so then they had this last show and it went well. Shout out to uh, Croc GT4 for working and having his golf cart. But uh, the founder unexpectedly passed away and it left the show completely in limbo i guess you know he was obviously the integral part of it and so there's rumors of the someone was going to take it over or whatnot and yeah. um his wife's his wife helped him helped him run it she's still around but so you know she doesn't have interest in running it supposedly i think it's prime for i mean i don't i don't see why haggerty wouldn't take that over kick off heart car week with with the with that show we'll see they might have i don't know it's not happening this year. I can tell you that much. I know, but I don't see what it feels like. Low hanging fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Kick off all of car week with a Haggerty like, but I mean, just on, on the, the just on the stuff we've just talked about, there's a lot of hurdles to get the community on board. Cause not everyone's a car person down there. So yeah, you're dealing with for sure. You're dealing with, uh, uh city council meetings and, uh, you know, labradoodle. Yeah, uh, like every like clubs. anything else too. They don't think about like how much it does for their community. I think they do, but they also don't. A lot of these people don't need the community to do to do well. You know what I mean? It's they like, need their streets paved. They need all that yeah. stuff. It brings a lot of money, and and they need their hotels to do well. They need their supermarkets to be, you know, like yes. I mean, everything does. Unless well. you're just super wealthy, and you're like, this is just a pain in my ass. Yeah, but I'm saying they need all these other things to be alive, and that keeps those things. It helps, right? You know, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a huge weekend for sure. For, the week is, but I'm just wondering if that show is something that really they need. I think it all combines, right? It's all together. Hmm. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, Lars Brunkhorst says, Boxster was smashed by someone running a stop sign. Where are the better places to find good cars these days? Craigslist seems a little light, and Facebook is a total no-go. Yeah, it's hard, man. Why is what you're looking no for. 
I mean, just because Craigslist sucks is to fine. It's, just, to be it's all tough, and it's also just the search outside of your area. That's super key, right? And you have to be ready to buy, but on Craigslist. You also have to it like there's a lot of like scams on there. I understand where, yeah. he's, where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of also like um, poorly represented uh, vehicles, mm. so you definitely have to look at stuff. I yeah. mean, it, it's t- It's definitely like a job to find a car. It is. And this is actually where, you know, Facebook sucks in general. But the one thing that it's good at is communities. And yeah. like you find that Boxster community. This is and true. Ask there. Yeah. And these guys are all super passionate about these cars. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone knows about a car somewhere. Yeah, word of mouth stuff. Yeah, or they'll help you. Or or there might even be some listed in there, you know? Like, I, I'm, I'm not part of any Boxster community, but they're all the same. But you know? he's like not necessarily looking for a Boxster. His Boxster was just smashed. Just cars in general. So he's yeah. probably looking, he's looking yeah. for whatever. Dude, I was just like, I was sent this car. I'll say what it is in a second, but I just want to... By the way, isn't Lars the one who was replacing his seats and he was wondering if we should recover him or get sports seats? Oh, I think you're right. Oh, yeah. for his 986? Yeah. Oh, shit. That just happened. So, um, I think it was Drew who sent me this, which is like probably my favorite like E34. Oh, uh, yeah. A, it's a purple Technoviolet E34 M5 Touring that's in the States. Mm-hmm. Black interior. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy wants a lot of money for it. Yeah. How much? <laughs> I bet. Uh, 63 grand. I was going to say 75. 100,000 miles. And like, you know, it's not a lot of miles for the car. I mean, the car is fine. There's bulletproof and they're very well put together. But I mean, yes, the engines are, you know, whatever. But um, the old bulletproof. The I old mean, bulletproof. it's like, it's just maintenance, you Check know, those it's valve, valve train, valve, valve adjustments. Uh, but I mean, it's like. I'm, it's not SLS. that I'm scared. At, Hundred thousand is not a lot of miles. That's it's nothing. not a lot of That's miles. Not. It's just, but dude, find it's another. just the price, right? Find it's another. Like, yeah, so you can find another. You just have to import it, which is right, annoying. Right. This That's one's already saying. here. Find one uh, here in that yeah. color, and it looks. It's decent. so nice, yeah. But he that would be an amazing, amazing car. It is a very nice car, uh, but yeah, that's a Facebook group car. It's it's a the, the the Facebook group is all about wagons. It's just a wagon oh, group. Nice. Yeah, those are my people. There you go. Um, oh, before you ask a question, I have a look a question. <laughs> um, I've been looking for this forever, and it's one of those things that it's like stuck with me forever. It's a comment someone made on a, po- a pic- uh, something I posted like eight months ago. Whatever. Whoa, Whoa, dude. Um, no, but it's a question now because you guys both have e thirty sixes. Okay. And it was about the E36 because I posted, I had posted it when I got it and it was something along, I just posted along the lines of like, you know, I actually said like simple headline taillight design because I love that the E36 is just like straight up a shape, just a normal shape. E46 did the little like up on the body and I was like, why did they do that? Like mm-hmm. it just didn't flow, Except right? The, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it went onto the trunk in a yeah. different a different size mm-hmm. and they started doing that with all their cars and I, I never liked that. And then, I don't know, I just like the simplicity of like an E36 and old BMWs basically yeah. like kidney grill, like everything's just very proportionally right. And you're right. It is the last one that kind of stuck to that. Yeah, and, and the 7 Series is like, was beautiful five series it was all those cars at that time but anyways um w- the comment <laughs> was just like but that dash with that ridiculous vent worst bmw i've owned so bad i went volvo uh sorry uh, uh i think i just brought the hate this is from sprout three and then i go what's wrong with the vent and he goes have you looked at the vent it's pretty much that fugly and un- unnecessary 
uh, form, no, function, no. Half the slats weren't even real. Damn it, I'm actually getting heated about that stupid car. It's so gnarly, dude. I And you look at the... I like went back in, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, it's like... The vent is like I would it's, say it's perfect. It's eighty percent a vent, like yeah, twenty percent not, which yeah. is like everything. Yeah, and it's like not big at all, and it follows the form. And of it the follows dash. the form of the dash. I was like, what is the hate? And I, it works really well. And also, yeah, the cool thing about it is it has that control. You can have heat in your face and have cool air elsewhere if you uh-huh. want, or you can do you know full cold. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, because um, it has the thing on the, the little, on the dash, the yeah. little dial. Yeah, I was. I, but I like was blown away by that because I'm like, of all the E30s and and granted, I mean he had a bad, uh, you know, he didn't have a good a time with his E36, and I had yeah. a poor experience, E36 experience as well. But like, I feel like the dat I I like the vent design. <laughs> I don't know, and I'm, it's not big at all. I remember like going in. I'm like, am I trip? I'm like measure. I'm like, it's not big. It's I'm totally it's really nice. I like I've always liked it a lot. Yeah, so yeah. It, it works. Is it for, ugly? I'm like, it shape? flows really well. Like, yeah, it's and cool. Everything about it, and and the ventilation system in that car is actually really nice. Like, uh, yeah. it's like very modern and livable. I have, and, have no problems with that. I, yeah, that's definitely. You want to like hate on. Um, like vent designs of getting the 1987 nylon Carrera. You don't even know what to do. Right, totally. Or even I've literally earlier three ones fan switches. And yeah, you, but you also have an 87, which has more vents. Like the earlier ones are even worse. Like there's like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's like fresh. Air, you can't even get fresh air. I don't even know how to get fresh air from the top. You have to you can pull get it. Bottom. Pull two up. Dude, there's push two down. Turn it. There's knob. a vent in the <laughs> middle. There's a vent in the center console. There's a vent on the dash there's, or there's like or switches like fan speed things it's crazy well yeah. that's like uh yeah like the vanigan you have knobs with nothing you know there's yeah. no so they made a sticker that you could add to it that actually could teach you how to tell do you it. what to yeah. do i still like i don't even know how to use a 911 one yeah at least an i 44 has that little diagram thing yep auto kennel says rally dilemma do i take my green 911 without roof rack hot outside temps keep engine from properly cooling or white 944. You guys decide for me. Jeez. Hashtag decision constipation as ice. <laughs> uh, on the last Sierra rally, he took the 944. And I think on this one, he should take the 911. I think you should take the 944 because I've been looking at him. And by the way, Paul, you're a goddamn rally junkie, dude. Oh, yeah, I know. Like three in a row Absolutely or Absolutely junkie, dude. Yeah. Out of your mind. So he's done Texas, and he did a Texas Hill Country. Another Sierra one, another Central California one, something else, something else. Oh, something yeah, because he did like the Snowball or the – no, not is a Snowball. I think so. And then he just did the Targa. Yep. And then he's going to do ours in two And he weeks. did Texas Hill Country and something else. Anyways – you did those all in the 911. Yeah. Try that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So I want the 911 because I've never seen it without the roof. It looks really person. good. Yeah, no offense, I, Paul. I think it's a good look. <laughs> it, it has a great... I mean, it just looks good. What can I say? Yeah, it's it's definitely... it. It's part of the caricature, not the character, the caricature, right? With the roof rack with all the shit on it, but... It does look rad without it, and it'll s- probably cool better too because the wind flows. That's what he's like, saying. It follows yeah. that line. He right? has to take the, the roof line off for hot weather. Yeah, I still remember the first time I saw Paul's car. Was it like 
Rensport Reunion? Is that the car show one? Or is that the... Am I wrong? No, that's the racing, right? What's the car show version? The Porsche thing during Car Week? It's called... Something Works? Works Reunion. Works, works Reunion. So is it Works Reunion? It must have been like... It was when we like first... No, we didn't even start Radwood yet. Oh, so, is this when he had the stickers on the tires and you commented on it and he's, he didn't... Oh, like really that know was you. actually at uh, Modernica. Oh, okay. At and I loved- posted... I remember Paul followed us and then I think I commented about his tires and he unfollowed us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I had, remember being like, oh, that guy unfollowed us. That sucks. Because he had Sumitomo tires with Dunlop stickers, right? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, remember in Modernica when we went to the yep. Porsche, the, the um, Lufacult? Yep. But this is before that. So is that... And it was when Rick, our uh, co-founder of Radwood, brought, bought that 924. Oh, the red one, yeah. Yeah, and it was before we like... We're friends with Rick. Um, I didn't know he had a 924. I can't remember that. Yeah, or a red one. And remember, yeah, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I, I know what you're going to say. The story. I, the fuel yeah. smell. Um, but yeah, I remember seeing that car and it definitely like stole the, the, it was, it was like displayed out in the 911 section. It definitely like stole that show. Like his car with the roof, with everything, with all the tchotchkes, definitely has like, and the paint, the a graphics, presence to you know, it. The, yeah. the auto kennel, uh, yeah logo and all that yeah yeah um i, I say 944 svx svx says do you allow your family to eat and drink in your new cars if not how long will that really last i think my family only made it two months in our new ascent yeah i've never had a new car so i don't know so he's talking about like the new like a daily like the daily, new, yeah. yeah so i made that when we bought i remember when we bought the telluride i'm like no eating in the car i bet and you one week one week probably you made it one week. No, I think it was like one <laughs> one time of driving. Four days. Yeah. The first time there was food available. Yeah, yeah is when exactly. you said okay. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, there was just what didn't happen. It to would be have been the yeah. as you left the dealership if they had French fries. They would have said like, "Do you oh, want you know fries? what? Like, Actually, they gave them cookies at the Amelie <laughs> at the and dealership. I were at the dealership so long we like went to a Wendy's or something uh-huh. like that on the way home. So that's bull. Broke it in. <laughs> Boom. First thing. First things first, where is the closest drive-through? Because yeah, I gotta yeah. get some food exactly. bitch right now. Yeah. I love it. Um, um but intentions. Yes. I don't really have that rule, but I, I will be careful about eating in the car, you know, like certain types of food. I'm yeah. I'm not eating lobster bisque. Not lobster. Oh, you don't eat super salad in your car? Lobster <laughs> What if you did? I have a strict ball is the only soup and salad in this car. No burritos. Art doesn't know what to say. I, right. I just, I, it's the the new cars are usually the the shared kind of dailies, and those cars are yeah same deal. We yeah, go, you trash them. You you're doing road trips. It's the kids. Yeah, they're in there. But are you like allowing course. stickers on the window? And no, like no stickers on the windows. Oh, I don't like stickers on the windows. But no crayons. I will never allow that. Nope, never. none of that. The, I and my cars, I do those paper stickers. I am a little particular. So bad, never, huh? dude. Yeah, I'm particular about certain shit in my car, though, because like, yeah, like, well, yeah, that's that, but it's not a, a daily occurrence, right? So like, I won't have like yeah. even like the little pouches. Like, I try to let that slide once, like with a little one. It was like an applesauce pouch, and of course, she fucking squirted it everywhere. And like, well, you she, know, so, like, she threw up in your car on the way. Like, oh, that was fun. Yeah, I didn't talk about that. That was a disaster. Yeah. That so she, dude, by the way, I got I got to throw uh, Nick's wife under the bus. That's all she will be known as next I wasn't going to say her name, but yeah. Um, so um, on the way down, I sent or I sent Nick and uh, Dante a text. I'm like, hey, dude, because they both have like two year olds, right? So I'm like, can you guys hook me? <laughs> One of you hook me up with some clothes because this happened. I sent him a picture 
And Sarah's like, why is he letting her play with cottage cheese in the backseat? <laughs> <Good question. laughs> at, at seven in the morning. Valid question. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was partially digested milk that Disgusting, was all over the place. Dude. It's, it was horrible. Disgusting. It was everywhere. Right. Yeah. I disassembled the car seat when I got yeah. home. Oh yeah. Took yeah, it entirely hose, apart, washed it, down. the whole deal. Oh, so gross. Yeah. Um, not fun. Yeah, I, I felt so bad though. Can you imagine poor little thing? She's back there, like, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She and it's re- she's still like reverse facing. So like, and you were like drifting more, a little bit around turns, a little bit. Yeah. Obvious traction off. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> traction, yeah. traction control in sport. Yeah, dude. Yeah, in sport. first thing when he gets in the car. Yeah, right. Yeah. Traction off sport. Yeah. BMW, BMW in sports. In sports. Yeah. Um, we had like a murder scene in our rental car. Uh, oh yeah, that was it. really weird. We didn't realize it until like three days in, and, and I looked up the ceiling of our car and it's just like weird it looks like maybe someone like exploded a soda but it was like splattered back like Whoa. someone just got shot what kind something. of rental car hyundai oh, nissan, no, sentra. nissan sentra very nice <laughs> tattered dude Ew, nissan sentra how how it was horrible low was class custom. are you fools hey it, it was, was an okay you got a mid-sized premium by the way what it was, was it? economy <laughs> compact intermediate it was an intermediate selection okay that is not yeah, we that get to far the, in. We get to the row. That, that you, we get to yeah. the row. Our choices. That was the best choice. What, what else there? was there? Uh, there uh, someone got into something else and took it away, but it was shitty. It was a Hyundai, whatever. And then Hyundai's uh, better than Sentra. Yeah, it was the. I thought, what did we drive in Miami? You remember? Was it a an Elantra or something? Yeah, I think so. I think it was one of those. That's way better than the Sentra. Yeah, it would have been. Well, they took it. Okay. They took and then it. We were so left we, with yeah. like the worst of the worst. I think the other one was a Venza or not Venza, a Versa. Oh, okay. So Sentra below a Sentra, up, yeah. Right, and then I tried to sneak into a, a Nissan C- Kicks. compact CUV. And it was in the same row, but I, I knew it was probably not what we were allowed to get. But you know that nowadays they just say... The Kicks is a little pile. I know, but it's better than a Sentra. I know, but that's not like a... No, but that's even more expensive. Wow. So yeah, the Sentra was terrible, and it was uh, awful everything. CVT. CVT, terrible. Brakes, horrible. Ride, terrible. Uh, NVH, horrible. Uh, <laughs> the, it, had, it had a very, very loud rattle, and guess where the rattle was coming from? It was in the interior. It took me a little while to figure it out. It's the worst. Like, it, you, I mean, it's insane. You would kill it. You would have returned the car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Really like that this badge. <laughs> it what was, was it? the badge on the steering wheel. The oh Nissan. Oh my god! It was the Nissan badge. <laughs> I had to hold you, it. You'd move it That's around. That's horrible. Yeah, dude, it was insane. Yep, not really good. bad. Uh, Ditto's dad says, "What is everyone doing to prepare for Sierra Rally Three upgrades, repairs, etc.?" Uh. Well, I can tell you that. On the last podcast, which we lost, I gave an update on the M3. It will not be joining us on the Sierra Rally. Um, so I'm with my E30, and it really doesn't need much. I haven't driven it much since the last rally. It didn't need much. I'll go through it. I might do an oil change. What? But the last rally was... Oh, no, that wasn't the one. The one... The rally before that, the Sierra Rally... You had that. Remember, you had that like yeah. problem, and it never came back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Whoa. It fixed itself. Yeah. It was like it felt. It was like well, that, that time we stopped for lunch, and it like was yeah, bucking it was like, bop, bop, bop. barely running on one yeah. cylinder. And then remember, after that, it it cleared up and yeah. ran the entire rally. And then it did that weird thing under load, like where it just cut out, like because it did that sudden. in Watsonville too. Exactly. Never did it again. Knocking on wood, thousand miles or whatever. Never, weird. never did it again. So I don't know what's going on, but fingers crossed. Okay. Otherwise, we have Haggerty Roadside Assistance. You know, yeah. Our mm-hmm. friends at Haggerty will 
take my car and shove yep. it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I uh, the cause of diarrhea. I, I haven't done. I haven't done much. I'm bringing. Oh yeah, did you decide? I haven't decided yet, but I'm hopefully getting your the 944 40. looks a little rough. It needs a little love. It dude needs to be clean. Dude, it's rough. Yeah, I I need, move that bitch. I need to clean that thing, man. Uh, I need to clean the 944. I need to get it smogged. Oh yeah. Um, I might just, I'll probably just end up picking the 911. Do you have AC in the 911? No. It's not going to be that hot. I mean, fingers crossed, because most of the rally will be at elevation. I don't have AC in either car, though. What? No, remember it went out. Oh. Remember on that, wait, were you on the drive? You weren't on it. No, you were. Something. Oh, the drive, the COVID drive with Eric Horton and Ryan Barrett. Remember that? Yes. And my car all of a sudden there was smoke everywhere. Yeah. It's because like AC line blue, an AC line like a bushing blue, and that was all AC shit hitting the. Got it. Got it. It was basically hitting the header. That was that was the most confusing thing. It looked like my engine blew. Totally. And I was like, oh shit. And I'm like, how did how would that happen? And then gnarly amounts of white smoke. But then there's no sign of anything, and the car runs perfect. And it ran perfect. Yeah. So yeah, I think an AC line blew. All the freon yeah. exploded, yep. and it caused this like it was full of freon. White cloud came out of your car, and yep. then you pulled over. And I'm looking at it like, where did that come from? Yeah. I thought maybe a bunch of coolant like blew yeah, out yeah. on the exhaust, or I, I no, know. and there was nothing. Yeah, it was so weird. So, so it was. So if you you can fix that, you know. I know. And your AC works so well before that. I know. So I need Freeze to fix ice crystals. I know, but that might be vents. bad. I need to fix it. So I need to fix. I do need to get the. I, I have a laundry list of stuff. The nine forty four. Tick tock, tock. Well, it's not going to be in time for the rally. Dude. Oh, okay. So you're gonna take nine eleven. Well, I could still take the nine forty four. I just, I mean, the laundry list of stuff for the nine forty four is like, I got a new seatbelt from Seatbelt Plan, and I do put it in. I got a new seat rail. I need to put, you know, that a long time ago. I need to put in. It's it's all like stuff that doesn't stop me from going on a rally, yeah, yeah. but it it's just stuff I need to do, you know. Hmm. And I, w- I want to do, and then I want to w- clean it. It's so dirty. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So my car is supp- arrived today at the oh, port. Oh, I was yeah. at the port. This is the Skyline. The Skyline, the R33 GTR. Um, so that was one of the things that was lost in that last podcast is very roundabout way. Um, my car yeah. was never at the part up the part. Did you hear that? The it part. was never <laughs> in the ocean. It wasn't sitting in the ocean. It was not sitting on uh, in the ocean. Like or we in a were container. thinking where yeah. I and then I mentioned that it's probably just rusting away. Yeah, totally. So um, yeah, it, it was a weird miscommunication. That's all I'll say. And so my car just arrived today, and um, he said that it's going to take seven to eight days for it to clear, and then it's going to sh- get shipped directly to Kevin to get detailed. So. Okay. So it'll be there. It's tight. Time. It's tight. We'll see if that's true, though. You well, know, I mean, right who, knows, now, who knows what kind of kink or you know some bullshit happens at the at the yeah. What are we track. like sixteen days out? Yeah, it's possible. It's totally possible. But um, that's where it's at. I would love to take that car. Uh, it'd be yeah. ridiculous to immediately go out there, but it'd be fun. Um, and uh, if not, then yeah, I have to make a decision. Like, just do the tie rods on my steering rack and take oh, the thirty. Yeah. You need or a do fan I, too. Um, yeah, and a fan, or do I just get? That's easy though. Like Dude, I, I have that the tools. is literally a day repair. You know, uh, you drop it out of a shop. That's done in a day. For and sure, the car's ready that's to go that's easy. Rally. Or yeah. do I do the steering rack now? Since I want a different steering rack, anyways, because that's an old ass shitty steering rack. Like 
Um, I mean, it's not that it's... The steering but, rack is so bad. But make sure you have a steering rack in your hand when you drop it off because there's been crazy like, supply chain stuff. Momo in his hands? Uh, Momo in your hands. C3 rack in your hands. Yeah, yeah. because I've heard that, the, you know, you drop it off and say do that and then they take it apart. Oh, and, and they're trying to pull, yeah, and source one and then it's stuck. And yeah. then the car is stuck. So, yeah. but you could easily do it, the tie rod ends with the rack, take on the rally, take the tie rod ends off that rack and re, you know, I have it. like this. Uh, his know, rack I'm, is so I'm bad. Like, bad. It's have bad. Have you driven his car? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Like, what if it fails? I'm like, yeah, this is maybe sure. I, I put so, a lot of, I put so it through a lot already. Go order a rack. I was looking for one today yeah. and, um, uh, Bimmer World uh, had one that you can get. It's and the the core charge isn't as bad. It's like a hundred and fifty or hundred and sixty uh. bucks instead of three hundred. Yeah. So like I think that's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah, just I mean, get it at your house and put it in the car when you take it to yeah. somewhere and get it in your hands. Yeah. Get it in your hands. Yeah, Z three wreck in your hands. Yeah, but that's those are big things and we're running out of time here. That's my mm-hmm. own. I know. It's like, dude, between travel and you travel. I try travel. Travel and then Oh yeah, the, you're. I, I imagine working on maps, and then I have to turn yeah. those into like <laughs> stuff physical maps. Happen. Yeah, yeah. I got them for you. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm doing like on my calendar tomorrow. I'm setting aside an hour to work on the rally, which is like calling nice. all the lunch spots that we've already have set up, but making sure like everything's uh-huh. good. Yada yeah. yada yada. So and then I got stickers and shirts and all that stuff. Cool. So. All right, yeah, we'll we'll talk after this, anyways. Um, Evan Schmidt, what's up, Evan? I didn't know you listened to the podcast. Evan was at Morning Motors last week for the first I missed time him. forever, and then he hung out at our shop after. Oh, cool. Um, he was in a new WRX. Right, dude. Yeah, I just people, saw my first one in Philly. People hate on it way too hard, dude. It's not like I think it's fine. Well, it's his fine. was dark gray, the so one yeah. he had, so it looked all right, but they. The they ride really high. They ride they high. Do. The cladding is pretty well. The, yeah, that's why it looked all right in gray because exactly. it like hides it a yeah. little bit. But yeah, that cladding sucks. Uh, yeah. Evan says, "What should I do with my 2007 WRX hatchback? It's yellow, by the way. No. Oh wait, it's gray. Oh wait, his, his A4 was yellow. Oh, I'm tripping out. He had a 96 A4 V6 manual that was yellow. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, 07 WRX hatchback. So it's a Hawkeye." WRX hatch, you know, 94, or wagon. 94,000 miles. Sell it now, or do you think it will hold value or go up in value? So is he, should he sell now thinking this is the peak? Like this is the high. And it's at 94,000 miles. That's oh. a tricky one because the minute you go over 100K. He needs a timing belt right now. Like that's Well, that's <laughs> either probably already been done. Or, service. Yeah. And that's like a. That's not a big deal. He so works. it's a Hawkeye gray over black WRX wagon. Um, manual transmission. Are those sought after? I don't know. Oh, sure, dude. Yeah. Right? It's not low mileage, but it's also not high mileage. It's and unmodified, completely unmodified, completely stock. And like he be- bought it when it was a year old or two years old. Yeah. And all dealer services. Yeah. And he works at a Subaru dealership. I, I, I would need to know more information. Like, do you still like it and want to use it? So he drives an e-golf daily. Oh, I see. So Daly's Neve Golf, his wife has a brand new Outback over what are the Outback Off-Road one? What is that thing called? Anyways. Like the cladding one? The yeah, sporty yeah, yeah, yeah. one? Yeah, whatever yeah. that's called. One. She has a brand new one of those. Excellent. So this is like a third and then he has a Subaru Brat that's Whoa, like that sitting. Never but moved. so this is like a car that kind of is. All right, Evan, really sell good. this damn thing and get the brat on the road, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. But I yeah, do think get your money out of it. I do think that 
even if it goes up in value, you're selling it at the highest it's been, right? Like as a yeah. used car, this is still an incredible time to sell a car. Yeah, and, and if you keep it longer, you know, maintenance and stuff. So it's not like... And in a few years, we could see like supply meeting demand and uh, I don't know, things changing with the market. So it may not happen right away, but you're still getting a crazy value for your but, car. But to answer Art's question, I think that is a sought after generation of WRX. I mean, it's like the lean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, for, it's the last generation of that original body style. The the wagons were not, yeah, they didn't have the flares. They were kind of slim and then, yeah, but also the the fact that it is a wagon, right, where they didn't do that later with the STI. Yeah, WRX. exactly. So, so, like that, that's what I was thinking, like, because I know that people, like, it's, it's a controversial one, but the generation after this that actually is a hatchback, yeah. like, some people love those and some people hate them, you know? But, like, they're, they're very, like... Yeah, but I like, feel like these ones are less polarizing. They're yeah. just kind of a good-looking little they're rad. thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're, and so they're those, the ones that I'm talking about, those have gone up like crazy. Yeah. Like, the STI hatchbacks of those, like, that because oh, yeah, it's yeah. The, the STI hatchback, so those are money now. Yeah. Um, and, like... Um, you know, Neil has one that's like super dialed. And like, I remember looking recently cause he, I'm like, dude, what are you doing with that car? It's just sitting there. I'm like, you should probably sell it. And he's like, nah, like he really likes it. Cause he throws the surfboards in the back and yeah. stuff, but like they're money now, especially his, it's like an STI, a spec or whatever the limited is, yeah, you know, the one that it's like slick top, like, like, like you yeah. know, manual, everything, all that shit. Um, uh, hot rod King DN says any updates on Radwood NorCal? Ooh, let's update him. July 9th, July 9th. San Mateo, California. So we can tell you the same date as last year. Oh, is that um, the same date? I believe so. Yeah, I think Whoa, so too. Um, crazy. But it is new and improved. Uh, there's a lot of little things that we've uh, what? improved on. Like what? Well, it is going to be the same venue, but which we technically can't say. I mean, at least we can't sell tickets for. But um, at this point, but there was a lot of ingress egress stuff that we sorted out a lot of traffic flow because that was the f- biggest issue at the last one right it was getting yeah. people into the event yeah and uh they had tons of road construction yeah so we're getting around that we're doing more entrances more exits uh more food more bars everything just yeah. more better staffed basically so. nice yeah yeah yep. so yeah so that's the only thing that was wrong there is like they kind of under delivered on the food yeah. aspect and there was some te- the, technology issues they had like wi-fi crash their, yep. their registers crashed and so that was our first event back from covid absolutely and it was huge so this will be even bigger um and it's a great time of year for bay area car show and got everything lined up killer so, venue july 9th save the date tickets to be sold soon and uh, we hope to see you there um d philly says costco costco menu item of choice going for that monster slice of pizza or the suspiciously good all beef foot long or the um chicken bake chicken bake dude chicken bake's gnarly dude what is that i don't know What's i've never tried that chicken <laughs> bacon cheese Ugh. something it's else savage it's garden. pretty good dude i'm all in on the uh i want a combo pizza that's my pizza go-to is so good the hot dog's really good it is good, it is good but i mean the pizza hot dog and a soda for a dollar fifty how about a whole huge pizza for ten dollars <laughs> It's well, I know. Incredible thing. Or a slice. I think it is two one fifty for, I think you're for right, a slice dollar fifty. Are you it's fucking, so crazy? Are you the, like inflation has not hit them. By the way, so Andrew had his birthday and we did ten pizzas or whatever from Costco. From Costco, yeah, absolutely. So I went to Costco, got all the shit, waited for the pizzas to get ready, which is super easy. They have like uh, tablets you can order or 
place or yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, but as I'm waiting, I kind of tuck way back and I'm just watching the scene. Dude, it's a scene. Yeah. And there's like multiple old dudes, pretty good look, you know, like good dress, like not shabby or anything. They, they all went for that ice cream sundae. No it way. It was like their treat on a Sunday at noonish at like 11 it was after oh, morning motors you know yeah yeah early they did their that early shopping sunday. and then they're like i'm gonna treat myself early that sunday sunday that like 39 cent sunday or whatever it costs <laughs> yeah, no yeah. one even knows i really miss the samples though i don't know if that's ever gonna oh, come back yeah that was fun not ever gonna come back i don't know if it is yeah i mean fauci said that no one would ever shake hands again but wow i'm shaking hands i'm giving a high five double high fives, double double high high fives. Over here. yeah so maybe they'll come back we'll see um Alan Smithy says, let's talk about that epic burnout from the electric VW bus at the last morning motors. Normally I would frown upon things yep. like that, but it was so glorious. Okay. This, I missed uh, it. I feel the same way, dude. If I was like, if I was a charger or challenger or anything, really GT three, yeah. an M three, it would be like, fuck that guy. Banned, because right? it was that bus. <laughs> It was so rad. I got to say, so for the listeners, this is a, you know, older Volkswagen bus. I don't know what year they Look started it. with. It's it's 21 window though, right? No. It's a, no, it's not a 21 not? window. No, no, it's a nice bus, but I can't remember what year it is, but uh, very nice. And it's an electric conversion. They, they nailed the inside, like the conversion for the inside of the van is maybe the best I've ever it seen. It is a 21 window or it's a whatever 19 window yeah i think it's like a 19 but yeah i click on it because i tag the the company that makes it i could be wrong but i didn't think i saw the other windows yeah it's kindred motor works i mean dude this is like probably a three hundred thousand lower bus it's so nice so they i talked to the guy and this is the second time they've been to the show they are planning on doing vanigans which i would say that's kind of like one of my top cars that i would want period Uh, an electrically converted vanigan by a company like that, they can actually pull it off. Very cool. So, so would you do it and use it as intended? Like I would go, love to do all the stuff that you do. I Where are they located? They're in but uh, my goal Rain. is to oh, get a separate vehicle to do long trips, but that car would be for Big Sur, mm. you know, going up to Pescadero. Yeah, it'd be amazing. It'd be insane. It'd be yeah. like the perfect, perfect thing, especially with all that power. It'd be silent, which is a huge thing with the Vanagon. It is a loud car. Yeah, it's buzzy as hell. It, well, no, it's just the, it's a loud motor, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. Just, no, I mean, that's yeah. what I'm, I yeah, mean, yeah. not buzzy, but it's like thumpy or whatever. Yep. With this car, though, did he say what the range is? Dude, mm-hmm. it has it on the, he has like a, I have the window sticker. They have a window sticker and it was, uh, it was, like it was two, pretty decent, like 200 miles yeah. at least, like, yeah. which is like really good. Right. And then it, it, it put out power, like, I mean, it's super rad, dude. And this one is like, Oh, this one just like the without the electric stuff is a hundred fifty thousand dollar bus or something, and then doing yeah, it's, it's but it's insane. like really it's it's fully done right. The interiors the are interior done. is yeah, nice. So yeah, it says perfect. um it's a two hundred ninety four horsepower direct drive motor, and imagine that. So it's three hundred horsepower in a Volkswagen bus. Yeah. And, by the and, way, that and, thing came with like thirty six exactly forty forty two. Yeah. I don't know why he even quotes that. He should quote the torque number. That's what's impressive with these, right? Um. So two hundred mile range is what the which standard is awesome. Is. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Wood brakes. So yeah. that that cruising around Santa Cruz, like even as a daily, would be so fun. Yeah. It'd be so fun. It's uh-huh. small. You can pile stuff in it. Um. I mean, this is like that's a perfect case for an electric swap right absolutely and then like like our friend i went to a coffee with our friend charles this morning 
he has a scout. And I was like, he's like talking about doing a diesel swap. I'm like, dude, just fucking hit up EB West or something. Like, uh, just doing an electric swap in that thing. Like, I know, right? He's like, yeah, I know. But like the Vanagon sets up for it pretty well because the whole underside of that, there's nothing there, right? Flat like everything's floor. in the back. So there's no, no drive shaft, no exhaust. Yeah. You can get rid of the fuel lines and, and coolant lines pretty easily, but I mean, it's a big open space to put batteries. And yeah. I was talking to Ali about that. I think you remember, I was like, dude, yeah. let's do that. So we'll see. Do it. I would love we to. We bought a Mach E motor. We have it just sitting in our place. Just pop it in. It. Pop it right in. Um, all right. What do we got here? That's it. That's all. All right. That's so we got all. updates. Uh, we were all traveling. You guys like travel? Lane went to the high deserts of Arizona for a Overland Expo, which is just right up Lane's alley. You know, when you, you think <laughs> of Lane, you. you always think Overland. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I am an overlanding expert, but it's pretty cool, dude. I'm, I'm very yeah. Jealous. So I went to um, Ali, friend of the show. Ali and I flew into Phoenix. We rented off Turo uh, Rivian R1T. Um, we drove from Phoenix to Flagstaff, Arizona, which is where the Overland Expo West was being held. By the way, is that a crazy car to like buy to Turo? That's such a Dude, it was only 290 bucks a day, too. That's wow. very strange. I mean, and I, I guess they got rid of all that embargo weirdness, right? Like, Because remember, like, this dude I know had one, and he wasn't allowed to, like, let uh, press drive it. So he's like, oh. if you drive it, like, just you can't say anything about it on the show. Well, maybe he, like... <laughs> yeah, but I think that's, like... And you but that was a it. that was someone that worked for them? No. That, yeah, that was you like, can't... You can't See, that's bullshit because you can't hold if you sell a product, you can't tell someone not to do it. Like so this was he signed the contract. Like hey, this was really like, that but that doesn't even like that's not legally that was binding. like five months ago, maybe? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh yeah, I don't know about But that. see, that's different because I think Turo's kind of going around that because it's not intended for press. Yeah. So it, just because he rented But that's it, also he, not I don't see how that could ever be a legally binding thing. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so someone bought and waited for a Rivian and then just put it immediately on Turo. As a yeah, for not that much a day. <laughs> it's but really weird. So you weird. have to think. It do, who cares? I mean, what, they what's their lease, right? Oh no, no, I think thousand bucks a fine, month, and then they they rent it out. And yeah, it must they be get someone their who, fun out of it. It has it had the thing has thirty five hundred miles on it when we got it. Had racing stripes all down the side of it. Ooh, meaning that they took it off road and yeah. hit branches a lot. Yeah. Um, had one wheel was like a little bit of a curb rash. Uh, they had done like the worst detail job I've ever seen. Where like there was wax all over all the black plastics and stuff. Yeah, like Gnarly. still there, like white paste. And you talked about all this on the other podcast, right? I don't think I talked about that stuff. Oh, uh, but um, but you gave your review. Yeah, yeah, gave a review. But yeah, so we drove this thing up and listened to the podcast about that. But we had some range anxiety that was unfounded. Um. And we went to the Overland Expo West, which, dude, that sh- this show is like, you never know what to expect when you go to these things. You're like, okay, what does this mean? Is it like, is it just a hall with like, you know, 20 companies? Is it, I knew it was outdoors. Mm-hmm. It, like how big, it was freaking massive, dude. It's a big one. It was huge. Yeah. All the OEMs are there. Like, and it's like legit off-road like overlanding it's not yeah like uh you know camping trailers and stuff for like retirees this is it's all off-road trailers if there is trailers 
Um, and then it's those crazy like like Unimogs and um, those crazy like built on like semi chassis big global big crazy things. global explorer things with like with like fucking 30 bolt wheels and stuff it's you know? like that truck that clark was building for that dude yeah with that box on the back but that one's almost like minor compared to right. these these Some are like those, those box man box manufacturers this company makes these boxes like these and they're like insane dude like a million dollar camping rigs um it's <laughs> not even a, what the venn diagram of that income and yeah. hobby like well so. it's like the it's the ruben thing right like they just commit to that and they're gone for years at a time right? just like, like, like ruben's it. on his way to panama right now along the coast I and know. he bought a sportsmobile uh, and he's doing it with his family, like it's yeah. just his, his uh, son and his. his and this his box partner. manufacturer one, like one they had there, it has a like a full an ATV that like is in the back always, and then it drops out of the so back, rad. and you drive off. Dang, like ATV. a yacht with like a little tender. Yeah, tender. yeah. that's cool. Um, but all the major manufacturers were there, were there, so like Rivian was there, or not all of them, but Rivian was there, Mercedes was there. Um, like Sportsmobile was there. That's Winnebago right. was there. Did Mercedes bring like the Metris and like all? They brought the. Conversions? They didn't bring the Metris. They brought the Sprinter. the Sprinters. Okay. Um, and they're converted by Thor. So they had like van, you know, yeah. like conversions. Yeah. Like Winnebago would do, or like whatever. And they were Thor. Um, does them? Thor is the person is the company that owns uh um, Airstream. Uh, Airstream. Yep. Yeah. Uh, where, by where, the way, really poor, poorly executed, executed conversions. Yeah. Um, like very low quality uh, interiors and stuff. Where was the expo at? In Flagstaff, Arizona. Flagstaff? Okay, so, so which I had, I don't know Arizona at all. I thought the whole all of Arizona was just a desert and a bunch of cactus. Like Flagstaff's like really high up there. And supposedly like the it gets 100 inches of snow a year. Like one of the snowiest cities in america yep like fourth most snow in america or something crazy yeah um high desert and then before that we were you know we were in sedona which was like this whole different thing yeah i've never been to sedona or sedona looks like it's like a disneyland or something it's all tchotchke stores yeah yeah a lot of like stuff uh, like that it's all and it's all take a picture of your aura a lot of uh (laughs) like uh turquoise Uh and uh jewelry but then right next to that is the place selling the monkey see monkey do covid mass Oh, I see. And how does a picture of like how Californians do it? It's like nine dial nine one one. How we do it with the picture of a rifle, cool you know, stuff like that. Cool. So, yeah, it's an interesting place. There's this whole like state of, or it's like the Nevada. Oh, it's Nevada, like they're separatists. Like, yeah, they're trying to be. Yeah, like, it's like the state of Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. It's in, like state of Jefferson stuff, and there's you see like the logo everywhere, and you're like, okay, good luck. Good Don't luck. go to that restaurant, um, psychopaths. But anyways, this place is huge and then like on the outskirts of it it's all campsites so there's like so many campsites i've never seen so many pop-up tents in my life i wanted to like i wanted to walk through and just be like why do you have a pop-up tent why is it a thing pop-up tent? why do you have a pop-up tent why is it a thing why like every single thing every vehicle had a pop-up tent it was like it was just the way the the way it was. Yeah, they've all like so everyone drove out and popped it up right there, huh? Yeah, yeah they've all through. done it. Um, of course, yeah. Um, and then Yamaha was there. We like we took some. We were we drove around on some side by sides. Uh, Yamaha side by sides. 
that was cool. But um, yeah, some cool stuff. Uh, most of the stuff is kind of utter garbage being sold. Is like sure. like those black trailers, black something. They're like off road trailers. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those? Are the Australian ones? They're called black something. Uh, are they pop up trailers? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they're pop ups. They make both maybe, style but they're, they're off road style. They're yeah. like black, black. I don't know, but you go in like the panels are like peeling back. They're brand new, you know? Yeah. Um, it's really bad. Um, the only ones that were good are, um, Torig sprinter van conversions are really nice. Torig, like the Volkswagen, uh, T O U R. Yeah. I G Torig or Torig Torig. Okay. Um, those are really rig. Yeah. Those are really nicely done. Um, and then storytellers are decent. Okay. Besides that, it's all the same garbage. Not good. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, and box manufacturer, those big gnarly ones are pretty good. For sure. Well, that you're getting into that like $500,000 plus yeah. ridiculous thing. Yeah. So good show though. Yeah, it was cool. Recommend it. Dude, it was insane. Like I, oh, I ran into a listener of the podcast. I was in line getting breakfast and a coffee and behind me, he's like, are you laying? I'm like, what? Was it Yeti uh, Overland? <laughs> no, Yeti wasn't there. You said the one year I didn't go, and you went. Uh, uh, I forget his name. He he works for Ibach, and he has an E36, and he talks to you on D. He DMs with you sometimes. Dang, who's that? Can't remember. Does it BBS is on his E36? I don't know. Brandon? No, it's not Brandon. Brandon? No, pff, I feel really bad. Swami. Really Swami. nice guy. Uh, Samsonite. <laughs> Works for Ibach. Anyway. Dude, has an E36 738. Talks to you. He said he talked to Art all the time on Instagram. Um, like I DM with Art all the time because yeah, I have an E36 738. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, is, he lives in SoCal? Yes. Yeah, I think it's the, the guy I'm thinking. He had magnesium BBSs on his car for a bit. And okay. Like, they broke. He tracks it. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Super nice guy. Um, but I think he just like recognized my voice or something. I don't know. I bet you he did. Yeah. Yeah, that happened like <laughs> in Philly too, same thing. Like I just I was standing next to someone and then I spoke and they're like, Oh, you're art. You know, like they, you yeah, have yeah. because we're not really like public facing, right? So, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah so you guys went to Philly. Philly. Radwood Philly. It was hot as hell. How hot? Was it 97 like you thought? No, it wasn't as bad. So we had two things going for us. Yeah. One is we were on grass. Uh-huh. Big deal. That's a so big deal. nice. Yeah. Makes a big deal. Well, we Difference. were. The standard display was that. Yeah, but they could leave <laughs> if they wanted to like walk over and something. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there was a breeze. Two things. And, and you're on the water-ish. Delaware River. Yeah, yeah definitely water. And uh, there was way more shade than we thought. Like Because we, you know, we do all these shows on Google Earth and we're looking at the stuff over and over and over. But... The trees that were on site were bigger and provided more shade. So it wasn't quite as bad. And then we finished up the day with a big thing of water ice. We did. Water ice. I want to I rewind real quick. Though, what said. The day before was said, insane. Where, you said, where did you get this water ice from? <laughs> from the Delaware. Dude, so the day before, we're, we're it's on Friday. We're on site. We're setting up. And it looks like we can get away with getting all of the tents done. And like typically we don't do that because of wind, but you know, we were staked down. We're going to lower glassy. Them. The Delaware River is a glassy, yeah, beauty. Oh, super no. mellow. I, like, I no, like no, 
no wind. And I'm like, yeah, and, and yeah. I was checking, I'm like, Warren, what do you think? He's like, yeah, fuck, I think it'll be all right. So I'm like, all right, let's commit. We're going to build everything out, lower everything over. We had security on site. Like, so we're going right to lower those pop up tents, but have them staked. Yeah. Like, down. Yeah. But yeah, which we've, we've done, done that before. Right. Like, you which know, canopies on. Yeah. Out. And so, but we have basically everything ready to go the next day, right? All of our shit's Yeah, it's nice to And so the wind picks up and it's like just a little bit at first. And I go, that's kind of weird. And I open my phone and I look. First thing I see is tornado warning, Philadelphia. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And sure enough, like a band of thunderstorms are coming in and it's literally a tornado warning and it flipped like on a switch, 40 mile an hour winds. If we had left, like our whole setup would have blown or if that happened like in the middle of the night and we just didn't think about it. So it would have been drenched. And so we, yeah, we were like, oh, scrambled. it rained too. Yeah. Hard for like a while, for like 15, 20 minutes, like yeah. hard. And then it sort of kind of rained a little bit, yeah. but it was like gigantic droplets, you know, like East yeah. coast fucking crazy. Like, and so while that was like, while uh, we were looking at the forecast, like it was like an, an hourly forecast, the LBI guys were setting up their cars and they're like, dude, it, it might hail. Like we got a bail. So and they like, grabbed it might hail. We got a bail. And they yeah. grabbed all their cars and drove under an overpass so they can get them out of the hail. Meanwhile, they just set them all up. You know, it was that cold. It was yeah. high up, right? I guess These the storms thing. will do that, so they were not taking any chances. Hmm. And uh, it wasn't cold though for us, but uh, we basically the the storm like skirted by. Like we could see these like crazy rain, you know, columns in the sky, and it just went right north of us and passed on. So Art and I stayed, and everyone else went to lunch, but. We were setting up and they went someplace for lunch and they said it was just like hail, gnarliest rain, you know, crazy, crazy And you guys weather. didn't see that we at all. Bar- we, saw- we could see it literally. Yeah. Like I have pictures. Like, like a couple miles away. Yeah. But uh, oh. it just went right by us. So Interesting. Yeah, it was crazy. a wall of like black sky, you know, and uh, yeah. and so like Maggie like texts me and she's like, did you get all the stuff inside? Because like we actually scrambled and got the venue to like get um, a forklift operator to yeah. come and grab all of our crates, like these like plastic pallets, and all the loaded. shirts that were in all of our merch boxes. was already like <laughs> it was about we had to get, to get all, it all like taken away. It was so crazy, like just like in a matter of thirty minutes, like all and then shit it everywhere. passed and it was like totally fine after that. It yeah. was wild. So these guys were all right. the uh, The good news was that we thought that the ninety seven degree day was going to be like a bad thing but it was by far the best weather that we could have asked for compared to like if that Friday thing came along. We would have been screwed now. I mean, I don't know. We would have had to like stop the show or like take all the tents down or I don't know, like yeah, yeah. for just that, you know, half hour to an hour, but uh, it, it all worked out. So Philly, second time in Philly. This is a postponed show from COVID. How many cars? 600 and... So we had 680 registered, but um, we had some attrition. I didn't do a final count. It was probably like 650, 640, something like that. Yeah. A lot of cars, big venue, Subaru Park, which is a major league soccer stadium, relatively new, very cool venue with a huge bridge over the Delaware. Um, You know, industrial on one side, there's this 100-year-old coal uh, power plant that's been decommissioned. And then now it's like office buildings, but it's it's remained the same looking building. It's rad, huge. So that was kind of off in the distance. You have the river, you have the, the bridge, bridge yeah. the stadium. Um, and uh, yeah, it's funny. We sold a lot of tickets prior to the postponement and not many people asked for refunds. So Philly's like, likes to get rad. They get super rad. Uh-huh. Big show. And I'd say it's like, you know, 
one of our top four shows, NorCal, SoCal, Austin, yep. Philly. Like, yeah, those are the staples. I mean, first Philly show I remember we had like 425 cars or something. Yeah, and we, and were we sold out and people were like, we people were emailing us all night. Like, we're hey, maxed I get out. In. Yeah. And I don't know if we can, we can go a little bigger than what we had this time around, but I think it's just a matter of like maximizing the space and getting better cars, you know, like uh-huh. getting even better. Maybe it's 650 cars, but they're just one step above who knows but it was great good show um hot but not too hot first lotus carlton in the united states at a show uh nope we had one at austin i didn't go to austin so yeah cool last austin (laughs) yeah this past austin yeah really i didn't see any pictures yeah Oh, no. no, never mind. There was. I think we had pictures. No, yeah. there, there was. Yeah, yeah. 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 There was a, I mean, the, the variety was awesome. Was, you know, uh, a good show brings. And, um, you know, I don't know if you listened to that. Well, you did. You edited the Everyday Driver one. I don't know how much you listened I don't to know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, we we're talking about all the weirdness. Like there were, um, there was a Lamborghini Diablo SV. And then the other one, it's like the, se edition you know it's like the one that's purple like yeah. purple on purple yeah, yeah. Um, i can't remember what the model is but those are really cool um and then we had like the oddball shit like this one car that we kept talking about was a yugo convertible that was like yellow pristine, one the yellow one yeah like really cool wheels perfect condition um and then yeah just a lot of like just actually like our royalty space looked really good we had a lot of really nice cars um yeah, a lot of really good BMWs. Nine forty four Cup car. Nine forty another nine forty four uh, turbo cup car. And a nine six eight club sport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Black the black, black one. Black. Yellow French headlights. It was pretty That's badass Man. car, yeah. Um and the guy was older dude and was really into Radwood and was stoked to bring it. And then Tim McNair brought his black uh, Delta Integrale, which we parked next to that club sport. And then the award winners were uh truck was a toyota trekker have you ever heard of that it's a toyota pickup 1981 84 84 81 was the radisson so square headlights um yeah ah shit or around square it was this it's the same front grill but with the square headlights radisson show was like an 85 or 86 that was a later one yeah Yeah, but i thought he said 81 it was 81 i think it was an 81 toyota trekker and what this was was a Winnebago, or no, yeah, was it Winnebago? Yeah, Winnebago. Winnebago collaboration where oh. they basically took a pickup and added this shell to it that was not removable and had a hatchback rear end. And so it was a precursor to the Forerunner, which I'd never seen one before. He said they made round headlights. They said uh, they made a thousand of them. Wait, it's not re- removable? No. No, it's basically like a Forerunner, and inside it's open. You can, like, it's got a no, hatchback but with like it, a weird... How, do they, how is it mounted, though? It I looks think it's removable. like bonded to it. But it has seams. I know, but it wasn't like something you would take off Super at home. clean, too. Yeah, it's really nice. It's amazing. It's beautiful. So yeah. that was a Toyota Trekker, which you look it up, Winnebago Toyota Trekker. Um, that was Radish Trekker. And it had yeah. you know plaid interior, graphics. It was I think it's a beaut. Perfect. It was, Rad graphics, it was like, huh? Like perfect, too. Three tones of a brown of beige graphic on a bright blue Toyota. It was perfect, basically. Awesome. Guy was and it had like cool. the rear. You know how like Forerunners have just regular like in a row seats, whatever you call that. Yeah, like these it has were jump sideways. Seats. Yeah, they these were sideways, like Land Rover style. Yeah, it's and I think you could convert that to a bed. It was really cool. I've never seen one. He said they made a thousand, which I just can't believe. So it had a pass through from the driver. Yes. It was all open. There. It was all open in there, like one big wow. space. But huh. uh, and then the rear hatch had a different tailgate 
like there was no tailgate, but it had a bigger hatch. It was very strange. So anyways, Toyota Trekker. And then uh, Radis Domestic was a Plymouth Reliant, which was uh, like a driver's ed car. That was yeah. perfect condition. And one of those cars is like, that does not get saved. Yeah, you're like, why? You know, like, was it why? beige or it yellow? It was like a green. mint green. Oh, okay. And it was cool. but it was Like metallic mint green? Yeah, it was great. And the guy, it was his baby, and he loved it. And he also wow. brought a neon, which was such a weird collection, right? Like a Plymouth neon and a Plymouth yeah. Reliant. It was like so wow. random. So, yeah, that one domestic. Um, and then uh, import was a Gambala E30. Dude, body. that thing was insane. It's crazy. That's, it's yeah. so ugly. Yeah, totally. Uh, it's crazy. But so cool. It's all so bubbly cool. kind of. like Super weird. Yeah. And all the details are. It looks almost like a, like in design school, you like make stuff out of clay you add clay to car like and it looks almost like a clay like not a real car totally like. no it's a funky funky car yeah. um but well deserved and then i think that takes us in you know we had radis motorcycle motorcycle was a yamaha yeah it was yellow fcr yamaha, fcr uh-huh. and then uh accessory was a guy uh in a volkswagen vanagon that brought an entire catalog of radwood era road and tracks every single F- issue and gave them away so he opened his van. He had all of them like in bookshelves, and you could go up and take whatever one you wanted. Whoa! It was pretty pretty awesome. I was too oh, busy to cool. go and find my M3, which I was gonna go back. Oh and yeah. Get. But um, yeah, so he won accessory, which was cool. Um, Radis dress was pretty gnarly. <laughs> Jinko jeans raver with flame shirts, but Whoa. but it was like he was. The baggiest black was like, jeans. Warren was like, you know, I think he, this is just what he wears. You know, this I is don't like, even think he was part, knew that he like was a, in the costume. Feels contest. like a Philly thing. I think he was just walking by, and I'm like, you win, sir. <laughs> yeah, that was what happened. Did they do good. a walk off? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty good, dude. That, that was cool. I was really impressed. Also, like the Euro stuff was really good. Like we had a lot of really clean like Euro stuff. Um, we had three really nice Dakar yellow uh, M3s. Yep, um, that were. In the show, and we also had Adolfo's LBI Euro spec. A couple of really nice 993s, 964. Uh, what else was there? there yeah, was so a, that, that yeah. takes us into Radisson Show, which was uh, 84 or 85 Toyota pickup. That checked all the boxes. I think it's like 85, 86, right? Yeah, it had but, everything. Yeah. yeah. It was like this. It was like period suspension. So, like but dude, all it, was the, a, it was lifted on 33s. Yeah, or which is crazy. So it had the weird thing. It was like a low rider, but... It, it was set up like a low rider, right? With the uh, well, well, a moving was, bed, it was lifted and everything, articulating but articulating bed on a on a off road truck yeah. with a big roll hoop and the case and the lights, bright pink and like the def- wind deflector. And he said he'd been basically trying to make it a Radwood show truck like this whole time. He's just been adding pieces, you know. The and it was all it was a like gray with bright pink accents, right? I think it was yeah. great. The accents, yeah. And like all the, like, like the, the steering stabilizer pieces. had like the pink, you know, bellows on it. And the, yeah. And then he had a mini RC truck of his truck sitting on the hood. Like it was crazy. I and mean, was the, it in nice condition? Yeah. yeah, it was super nice. And he also did a, it was like the period style thing that they used to do back then, which was like the 400 like cubic inch V8. Uh, so it wasn't an LS. It was like actually like. It was like a period like an, uh, V8 swap. Oh, yeah, wow. Truck. Yeah. And articulating bed. I mean, 
Yeah. And did he put the articulating bed on or was it? No, he found like that as a base. Uh And then like, so I, I follow him now. Like, and he's, he's an interesting dude. He's got like a bunch of really cool, like JDM stuff. And then he's also got like a crazy, like, um, shit. I don't know my Chevelle's years, but it's a a Chevelle that's got gigantic slicks in the back. Like Uh it's a a drag car, like a 70, early 70s Chevelle or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so he's got an interesting collection, but, um, but this thing though, he bought basically as Warren is saying to, to show at our show and like, but like he was piecing it together. Like he was saying how like all of those pink, um, Casey like covers, like he bought like in different places, you know, like he was trying to get them all like, so just so he would have a full set. Cause like he, he has like the ones on the roll hoop and I think he had some up front too, maybe I can't yeah. remember. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, super well-deserved. I mean, like when we saw that roll in, I'm like, I was on the walk. Well, like, Dude, 100% going to be Radis truck. Like, yeah, for that, sure. For sure. And then yeah. once we saw the trekker, I'm like, Oh man, that guy would have won if this other truck didn't show. But I'm like, we both talked about it. I was like, that is Radis and show. Yeah. So that can be Radis. I think truck. it had to be dude. It, he nailed it from what like, I saw. Like it was crazy. You know? Yeah, and there was tons of cool stuff. Like um, there was three Callaway C4s. There were uh, whoa. There was a, a later De Tomaso Pantera. Dude, I, there was. You know what's weird? I didn't at least in all the stories because we got there was so many stories. Like I probably reposted like I was I was looking. I at probably reposted five hundred stories, dude. dude. It was it was awesome because I was watching you like repost them and you just have the little dots up top because yeah. there's so many. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I reposted so many, but. The VW scene was kind of, it felt it, like Philly's known for the VW scene. Actually, and I you mention it, it wasn't I don't, super I don't remember strong. seeing any like cool Mark 1s or Mark 2 GTIs. There was a couple of GTIs, a couple of Cabriolets. Um, there wasn't like a an interesting. But they're kind of uh, known for that. Caddy. You know, they have that. They are known to have that big show under the bridge. Totally. Like. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and I feel like last time we were there, there was a lot of maybe cool VWs. It, it sold out too fast for them to get in or something, but. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, there was there was a ton of good stuff, and like in the in the standard display, there was, I mean, you know, NSX Vipers, um, Skylines, you know, weird Citrons. There was, uh, yeah, nine eleven. You know, all sorts of cool and stuff. And uh, crazy Ron made it out in his uh, Starion. He did tenth show, dude. He drove all the way to Philly. Tenth, he Redwood. bought that. By the way, he bought that out right outside of Philly or where near Philly. The last time we were there in Philly, the first time, that's like when he bought that car. Wow, yeah, dude, we actually we saw him and hung out for a bit, um, and yeah, he he deserves something for his efforts. Yeah, I I asked amazing. him for a good like shipping address so we could oh, send good. him something. Dude, cool. by yeah. the way, we we owe him something that we never gave him. Yeah, we do wheels. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. The Momos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's a whole thing I'll tell you guys about later, like that I have planned. I just it just yeah. takes work, and I'm just you like get I'm at too least busy. Some tired or something. But yeah, uh, yeah. And we also, uh, like Art was saying, ran into a few familiar faces. Jordan Sanchez. What's oh, up? nice. Um, um, KM Grace. We uh-huh. hung out. Actually, he came out to our Friday night. Ah, night. speaking of which, he said he brought his beer, but we, we he couldn't bring it in. I forgot to like sync up with him later with Jordan. Yeah, he well, brought some local beer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then um, Vlad Hooligan and. Uh, oh yeah some other folks but um yeah it was always always great to have people stop Isn't and say James, hi uh what's his name? lobo yeah we didn't see him uh yeah but cam grace came out to dinner and he brought two friends uh one of them i guess is he works at bimmer world i can't remember his instagram name but I, it's one of the familiar names too. okay and then it was, yeah, it was great hanging out with, with kevin he drove from upstate, upstate new york picked up his friend in manhattan was in the worst traffic ever 
Drove it to Radwood. All good. You know. His car's nice. Yeah, it's got a cool interior. It's got the platform. Yeah, interior. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then uh, we did a podcast with Everyday Driver, which is on, obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably saw it pop up. But uh, Paul and Todd did this epic trip that they came to Austin for, and then we canceled on them as they were a day away from uh-huh. the show. And they turned around and went all the way back to Utah. And then they decided, let's make Radwood Philly the spot. So they drove their uh, 300ZX and his 928 uh, out across the country to Radwood, Philly. And they had a, like a hang with their listener or, you know, they have like uh-huh. a meet and greet on Friday. So like yeah. 80 people came or 60, Whoa, 60 nice. people, 80 people. Uh, little whole little scene. And That's then, cool. uh, but they're super Super cool guys, and they were blown away by the show. I think, which is which is great. That's cool, and that's the first time you guys have met him in person. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah it's I, don't I, think like are, I never met him in person, no. but I think we did the podcast over Zoom, and uh, I've seen their videos so much. But yeah, real super mellow hang, and they were nice enough to provide uh, audio gear because we were not prepared. And then, yeah, we went to Delaware for dinner. That was oh, sick. you did. <laughs> sick. Went to Gordon Beers or something, or was it? <laughs> What a joke that was. <laughs> well, Dude, not Gordon Beer. Nah, but it was nah, like it one was of like those a, kind of places. A yeah. local brewery yeah. with a big old, you know, restaurant. But they, I guess it's COVID or something, but they did not have enough cooks in the kitchen. Rare problem to have. Literally. There's enough. always too many cooks in the kitchen. Not at this place. Yeah. Huh. We sat for like an hour waiting for a table. But anyways, it all worked out. We made it. Well, we oh, made, yeah, we, we, we checked that box off. And then right? Friday night, <laughs> Friday night we went to the city and went to this German beer garden, which was super rad, great spot. And then Art proceeded to not follow directions and get us lost on the way oh, home. Yeah. Where did you guys stay? Janky-ass hotel really? by the airport. Yeah. It was like, yeah, like it was fine. whatever hotel. It was fine. Yeah. But it, it was wasn't really a cool, cool. like, four-story tall. Airbnb, Airbnb in, like, the raddest like, part of Philly. the best part of Philly. Definitely not. No, yeah. it was like a... But that would have been horrible because that's really far away from the venue. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> traffic's terrible there, dude. All day, all, all night. day, all night. Yeah, ten yeah. o'clock at night. I mean, there was multiple uh, sporting events going on, and it was like a busy night. But just weird city. construction too, like further down. There's construction. Like, yeah. Probably yeah. is always construction. I think it is. The roads are horrible there. Really? Dude. Yeah, horrible. I uh, I saw Ron was like, I think I at least bent two of my wheels. Oh, dude, we hit a couple bumps in that Centra, like. I was thinking it was going to just blow out yeah. a tire. Yeah. Art took a Is video. that also because like winter is just kind of wrapping up so they haven't filled a lot of stuff Maybe. Yet, or? or like I think there was a lot of just neglect. We went neglect. through a couple neighborhoods that were dicey. Hmm. And I looked on Zillow like, you know, $60,000 houses and stuff. Is this in Chester? Or? Chester and like the little towns yeah, around right. it. Yeah, yeah. Dicey. Yeah. Super dicey, but Subaru Park is beautiful, and I think that whole area is gonna. The venue looked it's spectacular. Gonna be up yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, are you guys? You think the same venue for next year? I think so. I mean, we just there, there's little tweaks that we can make and make it a much better show. And yeah. once again, they didn't think it was going to be as big of a show as we told them, right? And you're like, no, it's really like people are going to come. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, we yep. we have soccer games. We know what's going on. So yeah, I think so now they they saw the light. So we'll we'll see how that goes, but yeah, it's a really good spot, and uh, 
it's I think it's well placed, kind of not in the city, which you don't want to be like right, you know, downtown. it's right off of the freeway, like yep. like the exit drops down onto like the spectator park. Yeah, I looked and at then it just on go across Google. The street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and very, a lot of people were very complimentary about that too, like convenience, because a lot most people came from like neighbor. I mean, not most, but a lot of people came from neighboring states. Yeah, New yeah. Jersey, and you can yeah. just come over that bridge literally from New Jersey yeah. and drop right and in. So mm-hmm. like Virginia, Delaware, New York. Yeah, uh, and then of course the Philly area as well, Maryland. Yeah. So, anyways, really good show. We had a pretty strong team from Haggerty helping out, and then also observing. Like, and Tim McNair jumped in. Tim McNair helped out a ton. Yeah, and like a lot of these folks hadn't been to a Radwood before, so it's rad. You know, cool to show them a big show and like say, yeah, that's awesome. This is what Radwood is. It's not a pop up. You know, it's not these little displays. It's like this is this is how we do it. Yeah, yeah. Like Montel Jordan says. Mm. Yeah, this is how we do it. Did you guys have um how's the DJ and that's killer. Dude, yeah. he uh he's awesome. He was a pro, older guy, really good, and he made these recordings. He kept his shirt on. Kept his shirt on. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh he made these recordings to be like Radwood Radio. Oh Welcome yeah. Welcome to Radwood. Like in breaks between yeah, songs. Yeah. So it felt like a radio station. Uh, and then he yeah. did trivia uh throughout the day like can you tell me what uh car vanilla ice was driving in this music video this kind of sounds like the the shirtless dude a little yeah, bit yeah right that guy was like well listen up here folks <laughs> i remember a- he had some like true that was horrible mind. it was the worst thing yeah. ever this guy was legit and uh and he <laughs> did a really good job like you know warren gave him a script and so like we didn't have to get shout out all the sponsors uh, yeah. every 20 minutes and so he handled all that that's he, cool he, that's he, great he was really good yeah, yeah he was, what's his name uh, DJ Daryl in the mix. Daryl uh, DJ. But Daryl DJ is friends with Matt Orndak, who's one of the Haggerty Concord guys. So okay. That's he, how he... Actually, yeah. so he went to our New York International Auto Show exhibit of Radwood and talked to... The DJ did. The DJ to uh-huh. see the space and stuff, see our, uh, the display that Saratoga Museum put on. And then he basically said... Uh, I gotta, I gotta call these guys and see if I can DJ for them. Oh, that's cool. Or email, and he emailed me, and I was like, "You're hired." <laughs> it was basically yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You're because like, I was I about to, to like just. Start, I don't have to put this work in. I was just about to start that search to be. Yeah, like, it's I hard. Need to reach out, like, uh, and then. Uh, and he, I have a. We have a gig. The guy we used at Philly last time was really good too. Yeah, I was about to so, go down that road and like see what's yeah. up, but yeah, he reached out. He was available. He was within our budget and uh, super professional. So. All worked out well, but awesome. uh, yeah, I'd like yeah, to it's get. good to get someone that's like enthusiastic about the event, right? Exactly, and then knows what they're getting into. Yes, he was he was dressed to the nines. He knew the music. Yeah, you know, gave he him- wasn't playing like Avril Lavigne. No, <laughs> yeah. where was that? Was it, was that in Detroit? I'm trying oh, to remember. Yeah. We had a uh, that Chicago show. The band was. Just oh a, yeah, you were talking about that one playing that was, super that modern was, stuff. That was a nightmare. That was not great. A All nightmare. Right. <laughs> um, so that I think it was probably as hot as Chicago. We just weren't standing on a concrete slab. Well, right? I, there was more of a breeze no, at dude. Philly. There was oh, no okay. breeze at Chicago. How much? What was the humidity? No it was high. Probably. It was high, but what was that? A hundred? No, 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 no. no. It, it was way hotter at Chicago, and the fact we were on a, the top of a two-story parking garage with no breeze yeah. the entire day without any shade. You're getting there was no and with shade. black flies that like bit you. That was only around you. And then also the cicada, the bugs, cicadas, cicadas, <laughs> cicadas, cicadas. Nice. cicadas. 
Yeah, that's friendly. That didn't bother me as much. But yeah. ah, they're just making noises all the time. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. That. Uh, yeah, Chicago is the worst. I was saying someone asked, or I think Peter asked me, he's like, "This got to be your hottest show, right?" And I'm like, "I think it's <laughs> it's not even top two. Whoa, what's okay? So what's the Chicago number one? Yep, Vegas. Oh yeah, number two. Yeah, yeah. Blacktop, dry, dry heat. Dry. Late in the day, dry, dry heat. <laughs> Late in the day, blacktop, no shade. Vegas, hot, hot, hot. hot. Vegas. And then I'll put this at number three. Oh yeah. So there you go. Hey, not bad. Not there you bad. go. Coldest show. Oh, oh easily Sonoma. Sonoma, dude. Sonoma. The sleep like 40, fest. Forty-three. That uh, was uh, horrible. Like a stiff twenty-five mile an hour breeze. <laughs> dude, so gnarly. That was brutal. Number two, coldest. <clears throat> Boston. Eh, wasn't that cold? Rainy. It was rainy, but it wasn't. I remember like it kind of lightened up. It wasn't super cold. What about Oak Canyon? Was that? That wasn't very cold wasn't either. Cold either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. I don't think about it. Think about it. Come back to me. PNW? We'll, we'll come back to it. PNW <laughs> wasn't really cold either. No. Nah. That, that one was extreme though. The Sonoma one was like Sonoma was yeah. insane. I was like, why are you? Everyone that came out with me, I'm like, why are you here? Dude? I couldn't <laughs> yeah. believe it. Did you come I out? couldn't believe that people came. Yeah. I was like, why did you? Why? And like 200 cars came. Yeah. And it wasn't even a full-blown Radwood. No. Thank you, though. Amazing people. <laughs> that was some serious commitment. Amazing people. Yeah. Rick was just in the car with the heater on one of them. I want to murder Rick. <laughs> That's one of the reasons. <laughs> one of the many reasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. You guys ready? Yep. Do. All right. Let's hear it. How much profit does CarMax make on every car? $100. Right out of the gates, $100. No, that's only going... Uh, now, keep in mind, this is a recent quarter. And it's an average. I think they're... average. Oh, this is recent quarter. So they're probably making pretty decent money. I think they're a volume game, though, regardless. Yeah, um, and they're buying cars for a lot right now, too. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Oh, don't say my number. 400 bucks a car. 1200 Lane nailed it. Four sixty five. Wow, four sixty five. Great guess. But yeah, volume game, right? They're just pumping them, like and all that shit adds up. Dude, volume game. So some cars they make nine grand, and some cars they lose seven grand, yeah. right? But overall, that's a lot of work for four hundred sixty five bucks. But it's it's oh uh, it's in but the red, said, right? They're You're the largest yeah. used car sailor seller in the world, right? Sailor, so, yeah. sailor. <laughs> they sail. I know so much. Um, like just the overhead, right? Like they're like the worry of like, and you're only averaging 460 per car. It's crazy. Crazy. And then how much, and is that profit to the company after paying a salesman? I would imagine. I would so. imagine it is, is right? And recon. So and in reality, that's like advertising. Not that bad, dude. Yeah. Like how much do new car, car dealers make on cars, you know? Yeah. So not that much. If you're netting that much, it's actually a really good business. Yeah. yeah. Like it's especially how many they're pumping. Um, in the first three months of the year, how much did Carvana make on each car? Oh, first three months? In this, this is last. Yeah, yeah. I, bet, I doubt Carvana's making that much either, but they're probably making a little more. 800. Art? Hmm. Shit, I don't know. Is it less or more? I think Carvana's more technology, more overhead. They're probably more, paying more for advertising. Yeah, right now, huh? I'm going to go uh, 220. 
They're probably losing money. They lost $3,255 per car. car. Oh, my God. Because they're like, they're actually, and they're also like sending trucks out to pick up cars and stuff. So, what's their business model? They I don't just, have a hard they time just bought a Disa, so they laid off like fifteen percent of their workforce. Wow! They bought a Disa, which is going to allow them to better recon cars. That's one of their biggest problems: is that they get cars and they buy them from people, and they have to, recon and they have to them. Ship, ship them from you know across the country yeah. to their recon centers. Now they're going to have like sixty-five recon centers mm-hmm. that Adisa owns because Adisa is like the largest auction for these you know uh, wholesale people. What a difficult, what a crazy business model. It's insane. So there's this whole article about how Carvana is looking real shaky and um, investors are like getting worried and stuff. So, oh yeah, they're losing 3000 bucks a car. $3,000. That's a big amount of money. And what's their average transaction? But that's why we've heard. Their average front transaction is probably like 30 grand. So they said that they've only have like 5% of their cars are under 15 grand. So it's very small amount so they're trying to get like cheaper they have a lot into volume stuff but how many people do we know that have sold cars to carvana and they're like that was insane why how did they pay me so much they didn't even look at it you know like yeah it's happened like you've sold a car to carvana our buddy kevin sold his uh what was it uh pacifica hybrid is that what they're called yeah yeah. (laughs) like yeah pacifica hybrid um anyways i've heard story after story it's like they don't care at all. They pay top dollar, and here you go. Like yeah, and I, a lot of same thing too. People were like, "Yeah, I had like all these dents," and yeah, like didn't the guy didn't even look at it? He just picked right. up the car. Yeah, and like easiest transaction ever. My car was really nice. There was nothing really there, but I did like fix a little windshield crack the week before because I was right. scared I'd get dinged. But yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, right? Yeah. Um. Mercedes-Benz is continuing to build the AMG One. There's their hypercar. That yeah, is supposed to. Well, be they've never built it, right? Well, they're continuing. The, the they're continuing gestation. to say they're going to build it. It's been seven years, and yeah. it's supposed to be coming in two more years. Oh, so shit. this is like the NSX of the hypercar world. It's like the Valkyrie, whatever the right. Valkyrie, right? Um, you can get uh, magnesium wheels as an option. Lightweight magnesium wheels. What? does that cost and this is in euros uh i'm gonna go i'm just gonna write up i'm gonna say a hundred thousand euros holy crap art Thirty-five thousand euros art wins 41 5 and to spray them matte magno which i guess is like a grayish uh what is that extra cost 6500 good guess hmm Ten thousand. Art wins again. Eleven thousand three hundred fifty-four dollars. Jesus. Fifty-two thousand euros for your magnesium gray wheels. And this car costs what millions, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. yeah. So that's like a drop in the bucket for those people, right? But it's like, and they'll all have them probably, right? Yeah, of course. Why would you? If you don't get that, you're a poor. Yeah. The winter (laughs) tires for these wheels are nineteen thousand euro. Holy shit. The, the tires and they're winter tires. Who's going to be driving this winter car? Tires. Winter tires. It has. So this article was in 
I think it was in car or I don't know. I like our, the Gordon Royer approach where now he's going, no, we want to run like normal tires. We want to, you know, like this is the wrong way to go. Like the 100%, 100%. whole hundred percent, this bespoke, like where you have to replace it with this thing. You have to do this. Like, so it's got know. the F1, a detuned F1 engine that takes 15 people to even start the thing normally. Yeah. So they have to make it. Anyone can start it and it has to operate immediately in cold weather. It said it had like five heating elements for cats and coolant and oil and all this stuff like has three electrical systems and it has a hybrid system right yeah. um what's the power it said over a thousand yeah horsepower. i imagine it's like a couple and they're not really concentrating on acceleration although it's insane but they're more saying like outright performance like on a track it's going to be mm. like the best of all of them but it's such an absurd thing you know and is this going to be part of the whole Le Mans thing like there's that hypercar class do you know if this is what they're building no, i don't know i thought it was just a I, I think it's think just it, AMG like, like flexing. Oh, really? I didn't think it was a racing thing at all. Mm. I thought it was just like a technology yeah. development. That's yeah. what I think, and it was also to use their championship-winning F1 engine in a road car. It was kind of like the idea, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think Nico Rosberg had one on order. It said Nicky Lotta had one on order before he died. Oh. So there's one available if anyone. Yeah, because he was with Mercedes. Yeah. Huh. But uh, yeah, the AMG one. I don't mind the way it looks, but um, that whole hypercar thing is uninteresting to me. It just doesn't appeal to me. But mm-hmm. I'm also not their target demo. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just his yeah. lane. I think it's just like an engineering exercise, right? Like to show what can be done. But yeah. imagine the budgets you're talking about. I mean, it's all bespoke uh, tooling, yeah. and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how they do it. Yeah, and then what's the the marketing like how do they how do they justify building this thing it's like a, just a halo product but like i think it is to kind of just show what they're capable of yeah right but in a way like all these hyper the fact that it's taking seven years and it's still not there it's kind of like oh well is it really is it hurting you or right well that's what the article kind of talked about is that how complex it is and a company like Mercedes still hasn't gotten it ready. They said they yeah. had to revise the arrow. Um, Feels like you're stuff. better off just like straight up focusing on Formula One or something. Yeah. If you or, want to talk about technology. Right. Or offering this motor or, or something, but not in such a complex package, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, they were talking about how Mercedes has never really made a true hypercar like the CLK GTR was built by Lola. Um, I mean, it had a Mercedes engine and all that stuff, but like the actual chassis. And then the other one, they the Sauber, you know. Oh, yeah. C, C, C11 or... Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, one of the raddest looking race cars ever. For sure rad, but not built by Mercedes-Benz yep. once again. Yeah, right? it was Sauber. So, um, dude, it'd be cool if Mercedes went the other way and they went like with a f- like Gordon Murray style analogs like sports car. Like light, if they went lightweight manual because they're they've always been you know at least in the modern in modern times they're kind of like um, automatic more plush kind of totally know. no i'm with you but uh i know that the new c is the c43 or the c63 the new c-class amg is going to have a four-cylinder turbo but you have to imagine that engine would work well in something like you're describing yeah you know a little more nimble Lightweight. Not that I won't want that in my AMG C class. That mm-hmm. sounds horrible. Is that depressing? 
Yep. I remember when they announced this a while back. Yeah, like that, yeah. they were considering it. And I guess now it is. Here it's, it is. It's happening. It's like a buzzy little. Just always under just. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but if you Stress. go to, back to the C class, like 190E16 was the four cylinder. I know. But that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That makes weighed, sense. Yeah. Weighed a little less, probably. Yeah. Uh, the C class, like AMG 63 or whatever, the C class coupe. Every time I'm behind one of those, I'm like, I hate the way those things look. Dude. Oh, like it's like the all greenhouse tapered. is so tiny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's it's like, like, and then they have these big old fat hips, and they're just like, they're kind of, they're just gross looking. Yeah, I'm with you. I like the sedans. The newer sedans are good looking, but I'm with you on the just coupe. be behind one and be like, uh, yeah, not good. Be behind one. Be behind it. All right, it's podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Later. Later. Goodbye.